Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. Today with me, I have Nick. This is ground control to Brad Pitt. Don't be so sad. <laughs> oh, that's it? Oh. Everything's gonna be okay. I don't like to rewrite the lyrics, but in this one, I had no choice. <laughs> I was just gonna do silence, because we see a lot of that in Astro, but I figured I'd go that way. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. the whole point, I'm just like, there's really not it's a, a lot song. Of yeah, silence. There's not a song to uh, really pick from, from this one. So, so I've got Nick, and then I've got Ryan. Tripod back together. I have a prepared statement I would like to make. Oh, God. Here we go, let me hear it i have an objection (laughs) (laughs) to the millions of listeners and numerous sponsors and supporters of talking flick i would like to offer my sincerest apologies (laughs) last week i should hope so sir (laughs) last week i subjected the tripod and you the listeners to the masterpiece that is ricky yo the story of ricky (laughs) while i know that you enjoyed every moment of it i made a comment that was both incorrect and insensitive with the stress of setting up the recording and caring for my three sons as a single parent, I was not of the right mind and <laughs> spoke sons. out of line. <laughs> when responding to a comment made by Captain Tangent Nick, I said that the uniforms of the guards were paisley, when in fact that is not a color, but a pattern. Wow. Outrageous. I now see Outrageous. the error of my ways and the grief that has stricken many of our devoted fans with this thoughtless statement. To the creators and crew of Ricky O, the story of Ricky, I apologize for disgracing your movie and selling the name that you worked so hard to create. <laughs> to the numerous advertisers, I apologize for mis- oh, this, is, this is deep. <laughs> this is kind of long. <laughs> to, I apologize for misrepresenting your brand and corrupting the relationship you had with our listeners. To the fans of Talking Flick, I apologize for the confusion, anger, and sorrow that I've caused during last week's episode. I am now undergoing counseling and daily shock therapy. I know there's nothing I can do that can atone for my carelessness, but I hope we can move forward and heal together. I am back. And at the moment, you can't keep Wow. wow. <laughs> I just like to say that. I'm just a, thinking, how a, funny <laughs> would it be if there's just nothing in front of you? Like, right? Yeah, right. There's not even, was there's, a, no, was a there's no document. Like, it, was a, it was a beautifully written statement, and I do not accept his apology. Not in any way, shape, or form. Um, so I, what was the pattern? I'm pretty was, certain that there was no apology made to you guys. I'm sorry you feel the need to yeah. need an apology. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry if you felt offended, but... <laughs> My apology went out to the listeners and the creators of Ricky O and to our advertisers. Yeah, our advertisers. So <laughs> I think that they should apologize to us, the creators of Ricky O, frankly. But all right, that's fine. Are there any sequels to that movie? Just yeah, got to say no. no. Oh, there are. Oh, of course there are. There is a number two, but oh, as great. I mentioned in the episode, no Ricky yeah, O. They, there's no Ricky O doesn't it, make an appearance. What's the name it? of the movie? Ricky O two without Ricky. I don't know. Where's Ricky? I, I'm <laughs> the search for Ricky. I'm not 100 percent sure. I, I don't want to formulate another prepared it's, it's weird because yeah, it's, it's one 90 minute film but like 17 ricky haircuts so it's a tough that's a tough true. ride that's true his hair length was going all oh, over yeah, the place all over the place it's uh what is it revenge of the sith all over again oh, God. kenobi's hair right, yeah. yeah didn't you say you like that movie i do like that movie. Yeah, I do. I do. because right. of the hair so we'll start off as always with uh movie news everyone knows we're doing ad ash today you know mm, basically yes. the sci-fi science movie that did a lot of people watch it? Do we know? If, uh, we'll get to the numbers, do numbers later. Is, we, you want to do the numbers real quick? Okay, the numbers are basically... Yeah. We'll get it out of the way here. So the numbers on... Let me flip my index card over. The numbers for Ad Astra are basically 
and I, I was I wasn't sure about this. You know, I always fight for the fifty million dollar adult drama, especially yeah. in space because I love space. Yeah, this movie costs between eighty five and a hundred million dollars. Mm. That's a lot of money for a okay. James Gray movie. Yeah. Yeah. As you guys have found out, he's a deep thinker. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not. You know, maybe for a space action movie, it's not maybe the best choice. But it costs eighty to uh, eighty five to a hundred. It's gonna make twenty million this weekend. Mm. It might finish below Rambo Five, wow. which is somewhat shocking, and it's definitely gonna be doubled up basically by Downtown Abbey, which is gonna make thirty five forty million dollars. I don't know. So there's... I'm gonna tell you right now. It's not going to break we, uh, even. It's going to lose money. There's been a lot of people that are looking more f- forward to Rambo as opposed to Ed Astra. Ed Astra, <laughs> That's yeah. correct, yeah. I think a correct. lot of other podcasters, they're doing like Rambo this week. Yeah, and we're doing Ed Astra. <laughs> That's just a lot of other things. We're intellectual, yeah, cultural we Absolutely. We got to go we from listen. Ricky O to yeah. Only on Talking Flick do you go from Ricky O watch along to Ad Astra Deep Thoughts. Oh, That's yeah. That's, That's what yeah. we do here. We run the gambit, man. <laughs> now, I have heard that, listen, Rambo on balance is getting much worse reviews than Ad Astra. Yeah, and Astra is a critical darling, but an audience not so much as yeah, you found I out. Yeah, I can see so. that. So yeah, so Rambo displeases everyone. Do we know uh, is that Astra getting a worldwide release or is it just so not Scotty, yet? Right? I think it's going to be staggered. That so. might be where it get, makes the money at. The well, Chinese the, might love this movie. It's so. possible, and and space movies usually do well overseas. Obviously, there's not a lot of dialogue in this film, so it's it's very conducive to overseas markets, right? I will say, like on, on math wise, it's got to make 170 worldwide. A 20 million dollar U.S. opening is not indicative of it breaking even. It's no. going to lose money. So, and I think Disney was on top of that. They, this movie actually was filmed in 2016. Right. It was not released till this year. I didn't have reshoots. Disney, just because of the merger with 20th Century Fox and because Disney didn't really know what to do with it, it was supposed to be released in January, then May, then it finally came out September. So, mm-hmm. obviously, it kind of gets lost in the ether. But, you know, there's a lot of good things in yeah. it. We'll, we'll go more it. into it. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. So, we'll start with movie news. Uh, first bit I got is Bright 2 has been delayed due to Will Smith's scheduling. So, did you guys watch the first Bright? The nope. Netflix original? I saw it. Not I saw it. Did you like it? I didn't see it. I didn't I, really want to see totally it I didn't totally hate it, uh, but I certainly didn't in- love it. It's definitely, it's, <laughs> you know, it's uh, after watching. Temper my word there. <laughs> <laughs> not I, a total train wreck. How about that? <laughs> I never watched it, and then I never, like, I Joel just heard Edgerton. reviews about it, but then I was just like, well, it's about it's about racism, right? But instead Kinda, of, yeah. like, racism, you have. Just with trolls and magic. Yeah, you've got, yeah. yeah no, there's got, still races. Yeah, in the D&D world, that's racist. It seems like producer ryan garbage boy is right up his alley you know i would think no no there's too many guns in it too, too many, many guns it's more it's a magic wand in there yeah there's too. a magic, magic wand, wand in there so. but uh i wanted to see more swords and uh and stabs and staves and stuff yeah. like that. i know when yeah. we played D, i was a half giant and everyone was just like very oddly racist towards yeah. half giants and I was, that's correct i we did not like know them. that was a thing before i entered the D hey. world that half giants are scary people we send them in to take the bullets and then i just shoot from you know 40 feet out and, and in our adventure there was not a single gun yeah there correct. was not yeah, not a single there gun. was not right. a single You're gun right so we, we had beer did it do well so. did bright do well on netflix you uh, know we can never figure out the math so i looked into it a little bit but apparently it got a lot of views within that weekend that it was released and i just kind of out of curiosity looked up the Rotten Tomato score because that's usually what most people go off nowadays. Okay, let me guess. Yeah. Yeah. Audience right. or critic? Uh, guess I got both in here. Why don't you okay. guess? Guess I'm audience. Gonna, audience was sixty-five percent. All right, what was critic? What do you think critic was? Forty. Okay. So critic was twenty seven percent. Oh, even worse. Uh, audience was eighty four percent. Wow, that's really? high. Yeah, wow, it seems okay. a little oddly high. So I it's mean, a, a lot of Fresh Prince fans. Yeah, a lot of Fresh Prince fans. <laughs> that that only goes so far, you yeah. know. Like, <laughs> hey, it's been carrying him this long. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Really has been. <laughs> Independence Day, the first one, of course. And, and now Fresh Gemini Prince. Man. Yeah, wow. oh, he's got yeah. Pursuit of Happiness again. He's got some good ones. Oh he's no, got, he he definitely yeah. does. But a lot um, of misses too. I, I am Legend. I was okay with that. Yeah, I was alright. Don't get me wrong. 
song. I love Will Smith. First Men in Black, Second Men in Black, people, like, Third Men in Black. Just like within the past couple of years, a lot of people have been like challenging Will Smith's acting abilities. And now I'm not, I'm a little He's had a lot now. of misses, so yeah, I think it's yeah. justified to challenge him a little bit. At least it's just his decisions. Yeah. <laughs> if he, if he was like, actor. I did this for money, then it's like, okay, you did it for but, money. But uh, I don't know if you guys know the history of Will Smith, but he was like anything that uh, when he was first starting off, anything that dealt with aliens or whatever, he was all about. He was it. all over it. Yeah, yeah. His yeah. Uh, his agent was just saying, "Do this." That, do this that's do the this. thing with Will Smith. It's less about challenging his acting ability, more about challenging his like common sense and choices. Of film, yeah, right. Gemini so, man. Yeah. Let's think about uh, Wild and then the West. kids. They kind of. Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah. Wild Wild West. Oh, that's man. right. James Listen, West. I love Kevin Klein. I can't Kevin say Klein, yeah, about Kevin him. Klein. So, oh man, but yeah, David Ayer. He hasn't really had a big hit since Training Day. He had Fury, which I thought was okay. Oh, yeah, Fury was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, uh, he was a writer. He wasn't director on that. No, he directed he? it. He directed, he directed it, it too. Oh, okay, so Fury wasn't bad. Yeah, that wasn't bad with Brad, another Brad Pitt movie. So. Yeah, so I mean, Training Day for sure is probably the best out of his whole career, even though he just wrote it. Was that did Brad he do, Pitt or did he was that do End of Watch? I feel like he did uh, End of Watch also. Fury was Brad Pitt. Shia LaBeouf. End of Watch wasn't bad either. Yeah, so that was okay. But, you know, he just, maybe because he had Suicide Squad. I think that's what really. Yeah, I just, think like, that's what. That's what. Yeah. yeah, that's what everyone thinks. You had Suicide Squad, and now Bright, and I think at one time he referred to Bright as the Star Wars, or a comparable to I Star had Wars. Heard that. And so, uh, <laughs> I had heard that. Which it's like, well, oh, you know, okay. Star Wars All isn't right. exactly in everybody's like you know wheelhouse nowadays. He's actually and, doing a like a somewhat reboot reimagining of the Wild Bunch, which will be interesting. And he did SWAT. I actually didn't hate that movie. Oh, SWAT. You're either, the so. SWAT or you're not. Yeah, so, yeah, you're yeah, the SWAT or you're not. <laughs> <laughs> What a pull! Yeah, oh, right. My goodness. Yeah. To, to your point, but, I wonder if is he better as a writer? or Is he better as a director? Probably as a writer. I mean, yeah. considering you just got Suicide Squad. And Suicide was, Squad really messed we, him up. Yeah, he actually has was, a good string just, up until Suicide we Squad. Just don't know. We don't know how much of that was like studio, how much of it was him, and of course they hired the guys who did their uh, not music video, but who did their trailer to edit their whole movie, and that's why the whole movie is like one Feels long like a music video. Yeah, yeah one correct, long trailer. Yeah. So You're I mean, right. it's just all over the place, but. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, I went to the thrift store this weekend, and oh, I actually okay. picked up the VHS tape of Empire Strikes Back. Oh, and I like it's got it. The, uh, the cool, it's got the cool blue cover on it, where you've got Darth Vader in the background. You know what I'm yeah, talking about. A, yeah, that's a it's very like artistic piss. cover. I like that cover. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yes. <laughs> so I was like, oh, you know, on that note. But um, it was 60, It was 69 cents. It was 99 cents. It was 69 cents. <laughs> that's a bargain. <laughs> that is a really what's, good deal. What's yeah. the, uh, how's the condition? Is it pretty good? Oh, you know what's funny? Uh, I basically just bought it for the cover because when I opened on the inside, like, you know, where you, you know where the tags used to be, where it says what movie sure. it is? That's been, like, wiped off, you know? So I don't even okay, know if okay. it's the tape is actually Empire Strikes Back. I'm assuming it is. Hopefully, it's just not somebody's <laughs> sex tape or anything, or like you know. Well, uh, even who has a VCR where you could find out anyway? I don't. know. I think everyone. I, I think I. I, I wait, so, so you, you don't even know. You don't even know. No, I don't even know if it's actually Empire. It could be someone's, you know, sex tape or oh, someone's anything. You yeah, know, graduation, like, yeah, graduation, birthday party, <laughs> or sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> Empire Strikes Back is pretty good. I don't know why you would record over that. Is that or, your number one Star Wars? That's your number, number one. Yeah, I'd probably have to give it to Empire for when okay. we get into Star Wars month. I guess I will say December. Really. Yeah, I'm dreading it, but <laughs> on the trailers for Ad Astra, one of them was the newest Star Wars trailer that takes you through all the films mm, prior yeah. to it breaking into the Rise of Skywalker stuff. And that was the first time I saw it in the theater, and it was it was pretty good. I kind of like that. I didn't that. see it during my trailers. You so. didn't see yeah, it? I didn't see it okay. trailers, Maybe I came so. in late. Uh, I did see it was that on there for me. So. Oh, I saw the underwater one yeah. too. For a second, I was like, is oh, this I saw Cloverfield? that trailer. Yeah, 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 I saw that. I was yeah. like, is this Cloverfield? That's yeah. with uh, Kristen Stewart, right? Yeah, Kristen Stewart. That yeah, right. and she looks great. Yeah, she looks great. Yeah, yeah. Fine. yeah I like the short haircut. Yeah, it's more good. like 
facial expressions. That's great. You know what? She's yeah. a pretty good actress in the in the right stuff. She can be very good. Mm. In right? the right stuff. Yeah, yeah she got to right choose stuff. correctly. Is this the Actually, right stuff or is this? She's going to be in the new Charlie's Angels. Yeah, and I thought she looked pretty cool in that too. She is. I'd watch that. I'd watch the Charlie's Angels. Well, I really enjoyed the the old school Charlie's Angels. Both the the first one. I didn't like the second one. No, but uh, even before that. Oh, uh, the original the Fair original, Foster? Yeah, oh, Fair yeah, Foster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and with Lucy Liu and oh, uh, that was Drew Barrymore. Good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who was the third? Uh, Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Diaz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Before so. she uh, decided that acting Hollywood was wasn't not for her. her. Acting <laughs> was not for me. She was so. a good actress. Yeah, she was great. Yeah. yeah. She, she was, mask, she was in My Best Friend's Wedding. Unbelievable in that. Actually, I like Bad Teacher. That's a really underrated comedy. I never saw Bad Teacher. Oh, it's well worth your time. Well worth your time. You know, it's funny. Ever since being on this podcast, it's weird. Our brains are melting slowly together because now I'm able to string all these movies along together. It's like I'm playing the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon every I, week. I would, I would say maybe that would be the case right up until Ricky O and then I just disconnected it. Like, wow. As I said, I don't know. Well, the guy was in uh, Umbach or was it Ip Man? It was an Ip Man. Ip Man. Ip Man. Yeah, 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 Ip Man. So. And an Ip Man had um, uh, Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson was in yeah, Hangover. And, 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 and there we go. We're back in it. We're just going to do two hours of uh, six degrees of Kevin yeah, Bacon. That's all <laughs> so, other movie news I got is uh, I guess fans have been really like going hard on you know Warner Brothers to release the Snyder cut. Yeah, it's picking Justice up steam. League. Now yeah. is the time. They're just like now is the time Protest to in the street it because they're uh, you know basically... people protesting climate change and the Snyder <laughs> the cut Snyder right next to each other. Yeah, yeah, that's it. They go on lunch break together. So. <laughs> the two <laughs> top things to talk about Absolutely. right now. That's One it. I would argue a little bit more important than the other. Snyder I really cut. want to see the Snyder cut. Yeah, so. <laughs> For sure, Snyder cut. Oh man. Care about global warming. Oh my god! Yeah, so I mean, does it actually exist though? Because is it actually finished? Okay, so I believe that's it, thing. this is the thing. Most people agree that it exists. Even Jason Momoa has come out and said, "I saw it. It exists, but not with the CG effects <laughs> yeah, put in." Yeah. So now, how do we get that done? I don't know how they Just would do that. Put out some more money. Who's I putting guess. out the money for that? Yeah. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. I mean, they've already that? they've already put out <laughs> enough know. money. Why but, Why do they have to though? That's the question. Know. Well, and I guess this thing the fans are just like because their universe, the DCEU or whatever, it's not like connected at all anymore because you got Joker standalone movie. You know, you just got everything's kind of well, the Joker standalone, standalone movie is but... going out of its way to say we got nothing to do with yeah, that. We're we by are ourselves. Out. But I did hear that the Robert Pattinson Batman, the long game for that is that there will be another Justice League of some sort. I don't know if it's going to be Gail Gadot. I don't know if it's going to be Jason yeah. Moa, but they're playing a long game with that one, honestly, which makes me queasy. I, <laughs> honestly, I would want them to release a Snyder Cut without any CG effects and just yeah. have like the green screens and stuff so people can put their own CG effects. That's I'm true. cool with that. I can use my imagination. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I'm, like With what they did with the Sonic trailer, I'm pretty certain that someone out there can do like gold with it. Yeah, someone out there with enough time on their hands yeah, can do it. Yeah. And, and Three hours. Yeah. Uh, can't do any worse than what we saw in the theaters. So uh, I mean, yeah, that's true. That was, yeah, someone's gonna either do the Justice League or they'll use that time to uh, edit a five-hour movie block of it. So chapter one and chapter two in correct sequence. So, but I wouldn't mind seeing the Snyderverse. I think I, mean, I would watch it. Yeah. Would you go to the theater? I would. Yeah, I'd go if to it the was theater. CGI yeah. and all done, I would. Do it, it. Yeah, if it was CGI and all done, I'd, pay for I'd that. go. I, I'm curious. Now, how long Snyder. would that would be? How, how long would it be? Yeah, how long? Four hours and 25 minutes. Oh, that's too much. <laughs> I don't know. It'd probably that's be like three. Long. I'm saying about three hours. About three hours, So when, when do you think they're going to start putting intermissions into movies? They oh, almost they were going to do yeah, it. Yeah, they almost for, did it with yeah, Endgame. They almost did it for yeah. Endgame, yeah, 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 which yeah. I would have been okay with. I would have been okay Tarantino's too. flirted with it a bit. But, but what what would be the time limit? What, anything what? over they three hours. They did it hours. in, uh, oh, no, no, that was in the Simpsons movie. They said to be continued immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that was actually pretty hilarious. But the Hateful Eight had like those cuts. 
where it was sort of like broken into two sections or whatever. Mm, yeah. So they, they sort of have done it, but they didn't give like a ticking clock intermission. Yeah, yeah. Shit. For, for big movies like Endgame or even It, I would not have mind a a potty break. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> I would not have mind that at all. But I don't know. With the whole Snyderverse or Zack Snyder cut, it's just, he's been saying like, oh, we were going to do this or we were going to do that. You know what I mean? He's just basically been saying like, you know, who's so going to know it's real. You want to see the proof? Well, to an extent, yeah. He's like, oh, I had this plan. Oh, I had that plan. Like, no, you didn't. Yeah, in hindsight, yeah. 2020, anyone can say that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, I was no, planning on doing this. I do, like, I do think most of what he said he had planned was was accurate. I don't know. I just think that Hollywood. on napkins from cocktail waitresses and everything. We have been through this. And again, I'm older than you guys. So we have been through this many times, right? Once you go dark with these films, you never go back. You never go back, (laughs) right? But also, like, listen, you can't sell as many toys. You alienate the audience because it's a hard PG 13. Less kids go. The movie's too long. You can't play it as many times in a day. You make less money. And Hollywood's about the bottom line, you know? So, yeah. Most of what they're doing, they weren't put together well to begin with. Like, even Man of Steel is like a C plus at best. Yeah, I would say C. Dawn of Justice, BVS, you know, we all know about that's like D minus. I would say (laughs) Man of Steel is is the same level of okayness that Spider Man Far From Home is. But that's that's still, that's Snyder, like with free reign to do whatever he wants. And he's pulling out C plus. The difference is (laughs) Spider Man Far From Home is like a John Hughes kind of comedy type thing, whereas Man of Steel is like a hard sort of. Hard PG thirteen. Yeah. We kill Zod at the end, right? Is that a spoiler? That next so, so. <laughs> I mean, like, so I mean, that's even the if difference. it was a spoiler, no one cares. No, yeah, no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that, remember that one Superman movie that came out in two thousand thirteen? Was Brandy it Man of Steel? Or was that? What, what year did Man no, of Steel no, come out? There was, was two of them that came out very close together. Kevin Kevin Spacey as yeah. Lex Luthor, Brandon Ruth. That was one. like Superman Returns. Mm. Oh, was that that long ago? Yeah, that was a big. That was like six. I'm so old. The years don't really matter. Yeah, So Man of Steel was together. Yeah, and then we never got a Man of Steel two or anything. Like, you know what though? Never I will say this. I actually like Henry Cavill as Superman. Oh yeah, no, yeah, okay he's, he's not. He's not bad. He's not bad. He's just been you know shit situation. But apparently he uh, he's been doing uh, what's the video game movie he's been doing? It's a Netflix original that they're gonna do. Oh, it's not. Witch, Witch oh, Witcher, yeah, yeah, the Witcher. There, I keep wanting to say the Wicker Man, but it's not the Witcher. The Witcher is a great game. I just have to throw it out there. I don't know much about it. So, but. Apparently that's going to be releasing sometime November, December. Yeah, yeah, you know, straight to Netflix. That he's been working on that. So. He was great in the Mission Impossible movie. I liked him in that he's movie. Got that mustache, mm, yep. mustache gate. So, mm, yep, nothing. Um, <laughs> last bit of movie news I've got is Ghostbusters 2020. Yeah, Bill I'm Murray. stoked for this. Yeah, Bill Murray, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie yeah. Hudson, Sigourney Weaver. There's some rumors of Rick Moranis, who's been retired from Hollywood for some time. Yeah. Really? Really? There's some rumors that he, he, may, he may come back for this. We don't know. Don't They're get my hopes up, hard. man. Wow. But production starts very, very soon. Now I'm wondering, Paul Rudd is Paul Rudd? going to be the grown-up Oscar from Ghostbusters 2. I want to know how it connects. I want to know what, what's going to happen here. I know uh, yeah, Finn so. Wolfhard or uh, Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah, from Stranger yeah. Things. Finn mm-hmm. Wolfhard. And yeah. of course, it, like he's he's going to be in it too. Okay. Yeah. So, All right. And I think some other kids. As so well, a couple other kids, other kids and it's Paul Rudd and somebody else super famous. Wait, are they? Them. So are they... It is connected to Ghostbusters one and two, not connected to the the, the all female reboot. Paul Feige reboot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Was all it, right. Is that his name, Paul Feige? Or yeah. Uh, yeah. Weren't Which, they talking about doing sequels for that movie though? I think they were, but it didn't break even. So I think it got so. shut down. So. Yeah, that's like. Yeah, I mean, I saw and actually that movie. to be fair, Leslie Jones and a few of the ladies complained that they're not going to be involved with this Ghostbusters movie. Which yeah, I, I do, I do remember that. Yeah, 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 she she came out and said it's disrespectful to not involve us. 
I wouldn't have cared. They could have interwoven it together somehow. But yeah. see, Paul Feige chose but, to do like a hard reboot. Yeah, so you can't yeah. really commingle it. They so. had uh, Bill Murray and they had yeah. uh, Dan Aykroyd was Dan in, Aykroyd yeah. in it, but yeah, they yeah. were completely different characters than what right. they were. So he kind of they don't you know connect I mean? on purpose. Yeah, exactly. So they made that so, choice already. Yeah, so you can't really blame them for not wanting. Yeah, just it's an alternate universe. That's all. Yeah, exactly. So. So, but we'll see what happens with that. It's Ghostbusters. Know, but, what but, if, right? Yeah, yeah, Ghostbusters, yeah, yeah. Right. But that that all female cast Ghostbusters. But it's not. It's so not wait. Bad. So like Ghostbusters uh, three it wasn't good, but it wasn't. It wasn't bad. bad. Ghostbusters three. Am I? Is that a fever dream? Did that happen? It did not. No, happen. but oh, that okay. script. Or when I was twelve years old, I wrote a script for it. Yeah, I did not accept you it. You would, Nick. I took offers and never came through. It was an amazing script. There was a paper. It's amazing. There was a video game that came out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was a video game. And when yeah, that video game came out, there was a lot of buzz to get Ivan Reitman to come back and get everybody together. And again, Bill Murray kind of put the kibosh on it because yeah. Ghostbusters 2, even though I really like that movie, a lot of people didn't love it as much. Now, so. now, quick question. Because it's the original cast and all of that, are you excited because you think that this movie is going to be good or are you excited because of nostalgia? It's a bit of both, as usual, right? Okay. But I, what I would say is this is Jason Reitman. Mm. He is one of my favorite directors period he's one of definitely one of my favorite american okay. directors all right he did thank you for smoking up in the air young adult he recently did um uh what's that movie labor day with kate winslet and josh brolin he's made a lot of like really really solid films right okay. movies that i really like he's not like an action movie or comic movie type director so he's going to give it some ground right which i really really like and he's the son of ivan right when did the originals right so there is some hope just in that <laughs> so he has the genetics in him what i mean is he, he has a direct connection with ivan reitman who's going to be there too yeah kind of yeah, guiding it along you. its I way you. tyler are you excited for it yeah i'm excited for it and i think as far as install i mean of course i wasn't really born when that came that out. That was right but, in my yeah, wheelhouse. That's, right yeah, so that's my wheelhouse. I'm past that, but I think the most previous Ghostbusters might have killed any nostalgia that anybody mm. once had for that movie. <laughs> and that's and unfortunate. Again, yeah, it's not that's bad. It's not yeah. bad. It's not good. It's just an okay movie. And, I have always uh, said with that all-female cast, it had nothing to do with the all-female cast because I like yeah. all those ladies. Yeah. It was a bad script. Period. Yeah, yeah that's man. why it was a shitty movie. Got some movie. funny moments in it so. though. So. A couple of funny moments. Chris sure. Hemsworth's pretty Chris good. Chris Hemsworth's yeah. good. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, he's pretty good. Kristen Wiig's good in it. Melissa McCarthy's good. You know, yep. they're all pretty solid. Yeah, in it, yeah. Kate McKinnon had a moment there as kind of like the female Egon version. I sort of liked it, but it just wasn't good enough. You yeah, know? didn't so quite get it's, it done. It's just fine. If yeah. you ever like right, have yeah. it on ba in background for TV noise, that's okay. It's a Netflix kind of watch. Yeah, it's a Netflix watch. Yeah, it's a bargain bin. So, but. I could see why they wouldn't give it sequels, but you know, so it's got to make money to get sequels. That's well, a lot we of can money. we can have twelve year old Nick write a sequel to and it. Then of course, I'll work on it. Of course, when it came out too, like it was like the most disliked video on like YouTube. You know what I mean on YouTube. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. A lot of that could be nostalgia, where you're you're touching something that a lot of people still hold so precious. And then of course, you flip the genre on it. You make it all female. You gender swap. Oh yeah, it, and then then it's yeah. gonna be the bandwagon effect. Some people are going to hate it and other people will be like, ah, it'll be funny if I hate it also. And then you that's know, the thing. Yeah. These things gain steam and it becomes like a political thing and a yeah, Twitter yeah. thing. And it doesn't and need it gets to be. It really right? doesn't. Yeah, it and, doesn't, and really, so. like, I wanted it to be good. I saw it opening weekend. Like, I love Ghostbusters. That's my wheelhouse at my age group. I remember the cartoon. I had the toys. Oh, man. I, I had, had the toys. Like, Tyler's yeah. seen my Ghostbuster Legos. Yes, so I've knows. seen Legos. Yes, that's so, disgusting. Like, <laughs> I'm a legit fan, right? So I wanted it to be good and it was it was kind of crushing that it didn't work out. And Paul Feige did Bridesmaids. Like, you think he would be the guy that would make it happen would do a funny script and it had moments like tyler said but yeah. on balance the villain was bad the story wasn't like a true ghostbuster story it didn't have the snarkiness that ghostbusters has it's it, you know ghostbusters is super smart ghostbusters 2 is okay and it's solid enough so i think it, uh, it fell flat for 
writing reasons. If, if I can find it, I'll put it up on Instagram. I had a costume. I was a Ghostbuster for Halloween. It's a great costume. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had a homemade <laughs> proton pack? Yeah. No, it, it was like, I don't know. It you was bought pretty it? legit. Yeah. Toy Story? Yeah. 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 I, I had, had that the, toy story. The, 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 the ghost Yeah. I remember throwing that and sliding on the ground and everything. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Other big news. Well, it's not really movie news, but, of course, Storming Area 51. Oh, was, yeah. Uh, I was yeah. there. The I 20th. made it all the way in. <laughs> made it all found the way in. Found some aliens. So, so the, my, I was there, and I got the same ending as the ending of Ad Astra. Disappointment. <laughs> my, favorite, <laughs> my favorite part, though, Boiler. was uh, for all of my anime heads out there and all the meme lords out there, like, the whole point is they were going to run like Naruto yeah. so that they don't get shot at. <laughs> and then in one of the news segments, in the background, there was a guy just running Across this, <laughs> across the screen, like Naruto, it was great. I laughed so I, hard. Uh, so, you know, as well, usual, I just I can't say it enough. Yeah. Fucking millennials, <laughs> and, you know, come on, get a job, to... get a job, people. <laughs> so to all our listeners, like they know we're we're in Vegas, so we're, oh, yeah. we're by, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, so we're right there. You know, at the base or basically the test. Alien yeah, jerky, it's... that's the best jerky yeah. you can get. It come on, good everybody jerky. knows that. And it's great. people it's were like, they were wearing alien garb and stuff like that. I don't know. I I don't even know what came of it. Everyone was just hanging. out. They accomplished nothing. Like it wasn't a big turnout. Out, and apparently it got canceled early because it just wasn't a big turnout oh, really? at all. Yeah, there were, there were, so. <laughs> I, I saw the news uh, stories about people like going over there and then renting out the inns or the motels yeah. that are over there and stuff like that. Like Rachel yeah. got completely like they're out of, almost out of gas. Yeah, or exactly. Something. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. And it, they had like these little powwows and these sing-alongs and stuff like that. It was I ridiculous. mean, it seemed like a fun event, but no one was actually. Fun? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, no one was actually going to storm it because. I, I saw the post. Now, where were there any celebrities that actually got involved? I with don't this? believe just the folks from ancient Bud aliens. Light tried really? to. Oh, just God. the guys that always that show up on ancient aliens. Oh, Did he yeah. show up? The Greek guy with did, the did all they, the pendants around his head. The alien guy missing a couple buttons. The one with the hair. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. He should have. That's insane. But if they if they had celebrities backing it, I'm I'm certain that it could get some steam. It could get some people over there. Well, had a ton of steam before when they're talking about. Yeah, because it's a huge meme. That's that's all. Yeah, they were trying to do a concert there, but of course he said, "No, you can't do a concert here for obvious reasons." So, oh, but yeah, it was it wasn't a big turnout. Nobody stormed it. You had people at the gates, and you had the guards there, and they're just like, "What the fuck are but, you doing?" <laughs> but but really though, they they couldn't stop all of us. So <laughs> there was like fifty of them probably. No, but like if there's like. Oh, like 3,000 of them? Yeah. They can't stop all Christmas of them. Christmas Eve, <laughs> 2024. We got this. <laughs> They'll never expect The truth it. is out oh there. My the truth goodness. is out there, yes. Trust no one. So. Man, if David Duchovny and, uh, and Jillian... Oh, they would have been, been, been there. Oh, yeah. They would have never been there yeah. together because they hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'd be at one end of the site then they'd be on the other end of the site. But if, if Mulder was there, I'd, I'd, I'd probably go oh, just to man. try to see him. So. Oh, That's all I got for movie news. You guys got anything you want to throw in there? Nothing really. I yeah, mean, I'm a Renee, I'm a Renee Zellweger fan because I'm a huge Jerry Maguire fan. One of these days, I'm going to make you guys Love watch Bridget that Jones. movie. Bridget Jones. One Bridget and two Jones. is amazing. Third one, eh, not so much. But uh, <laughs> she's uh, doing a Judy Garland movie. It's called Judy. A lot of Oscar buzz for her. I saw the trailer, and it actually looks very impressive. Mm. I think it comes out in limited release October 14th or something like that. So keep that on your radar. Okay. What's it called right. again? Judy. Judy. What's and it it's about? It's a Judy Garland bio movie. Oh, Judy Garland. Okay. And she right. sings. Renee Zellweger does her own singing in it. Interesting. And it's uh, fascinating. Yeah. I haven't seen Renee Zellweger in a, in a minute. In a while. Yeah, in a long yeah, time. In a while. Yeah, yeah, me either. And she got her, some, so. like, some plastic surgery issues and some other stuff that was going on with her. She kind of stepped away from Hollywood for a while, but she looks amazing and she sounds great in this movie. So yeah, September 26th? And, oh, it's coming back in October? or I it's... think, well, it's limited, so I don't know 
exactly how it's going to come out. Well, that's know? how you get Oscars nowadays. You just do like a bio piece, right? Yeah. You do like a history yeah. or bio piece or and something. Some are bad. And some, and you, I remember it, um, so. Natalie Portman a couple years ago, pretty recent, did the uh, Jackie movie. And I did oh, yeah. not yeah, yeah. like that That's movie, right. but her performance is very good in it. Yeah. So this can this kind of thing can happen. This looks like entertaining enough, and it's like Judy Garland had a tumultuous later year life. She died fairly young. Yeah. So it's it's not an easy role to play, mm -hmm. and it looks pretty good at first glance. So. Right. Well, today we're going to be doing Ad Astra. Mm. Power of the pick. Power of the pick was next, <laughs> of course. Which you know, nice good little space movie before we hit Spooktober. Ricky so. to Ad Astra. All right. That's yeah. true. You deep, really deep two philosophical sides. emotions. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking about Ricky O. I mean, it was a deep movie that asked emotional, psychological, yeah, important father-son issues in Ricky O. But Listen, what was Ricky everyone, o Nick gets it. Nick <laughs> right? gets it. What was, what was Ricky Ryan's Ricky O reaction, felt so right? much emotion for people he just met. It was fascinating. Uh, everyone's so old. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's your take? That's yeah, that, like, that was like the thing that I couldn't get out of my mind. At, because there's a lot of close-up shots. It was yeah. just staring yeah. at Brad Pitt's face the m entire movie. I thought he looked all right. He wasn't bad. <laughs> he so, looked, yeah. I'm not Brad saying Pitt's that he looked bad. I just mean he's old. He is old. Yeah. <laughs> and then, is old. Uh, what is that? The other guy? Tommy and Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. No, not not Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee yeah, Jones is old. definitely old, yeah. but the other guy that Donald was... Sutherland. Yes, yeah, Donald, Donald Sutherland. Sutherland. Yeah. Yeah. I love Donald yeah, Sutherland. Yeah, man. It's just... They're, everyone's old. <laughs> That's all. It. All right. So should we go non-spoilers into spoilers? Is it straight into spoilers? I say non-spoilers I mean, non for a minute. Just for a minute. Yeah, I will okay, say so. Tommy Lee Jones and Donald Sutherland both start together, and I think it was like 2002, 2004, Space Cowboys. Yeah, Space Cowboys. Yes, yes. It has like a weird kind of symmetry to this movie, yeah. uh, I would argue. So that it's been was a while. Funny. It was weird. Space Cowboys, it has so, been a minute, yeah. but I, do you remember the ending with Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah, I remember the yeah, ending. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of like a weird symmetry there. So Well, I remember the ending a little bit. Okay. We'll talk about it off air. We don't want to spoil another movie. Some, oh, spoil it. I actually like that moon, movie. Right? That's a hot take. Space Cowboys, solid watch. So I would say with this movie, I can understand why somebody wouldn't like it. It's a slow burn. Me too. It's a real, it's a real <laughs> so slow burn. Let's talk about it. We already bad. went over the numbers. Again, J James Gray, and again, he. this is an American uh, director who got famous right around 24. Little Odessa, I think, was a short film he did that everybody loved. He did The Yards, which was a Marky Mark movie with Joaquin Phoenix. He loves Joaquin Phoenix. He did We Own the Night. I don't know if everybody's any, ever seen that. Two also Lovers. Phoenix, also Joaquin yeah, okay, Phoenix. Yep, the Immigrant with Marion Cotillard. Lost City of Z was the one I really wanted to like. Didn't like that one that much either. And he's doing a spy movie called I Am Pilgrim coming out. He's a very slow filmmaker, very methodical, kind of James Cameron-like. This movie was supposed to, it was filmed in 2016. That's why Pitt looks a little bit older in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood than mm -hmm. he does here. Although still, as producer Ryan pointed out, a bit old, right? Yeah, <laughs> um, just a little bit. But it, it got in the uh, 20th Century Fox Disney merger, got lost in the ether a bit, took a while to come out. And now we get it in 2019. Uh, and it turns out, People aren't clamoring for it too much. Yeah. Only $20 million <laughs> critics opening, love so. it though. The but critics, critics love it. Yeah. Really so critics it, so. at 82%, audience at 50%. Yeah. Lost City of Z, for example, which came out in 2016, was 88% critic, 57% audience. So you that's a typical James Gray movie. Yeah. Critics love it with the deep thoughts. Audience is like, what the F? I want to be Where's the explosions? Yeah, where are the explosions, right? So, but there were where? things when we get into spoilers. I thought there was some stuff that would hit you guys pretty Oh yeah, no. There, yeah. There's, there's some violence, some, uh... some violence that like I was yeah, kind of like stark in there. There's and I'll say there's some very tense moments in this. I don't know yeah, if you guys got that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean tense moments as far as like just 
with the inner workings of space and like the visuals and the sound. Uh, There's a lot, so much too. of, I don't know how if you guys are, how familiar you are with 2001 A Space Odyssey, the, Q, the Kubrick movie. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that in this, mm. a lot. Yeah. You know, there's not enough Martian is the problem. You know, I wanted more Martian and a little less 2001. It's not, it's not so. a fun, entertaining, you know what I mean? It's not a lighthearted. These long yeah, yeah. shots of just the ship floating in space. Yeah. You and know? like well, the cinematography is great. It, yeah, it's a it's beautiful, beautiful movie. Yeah, and is. the only bad part that I have to say about the cinematography is I hate the blur shots. Like like some of them, they I like some of them. So, some, some of them, them were all right for the but, story. Yes, yes. That's Hoyt Van uh, Hotema, who did a bunch of movies. I really mm. really like as a cinematographer. He's more of a director of photography, but he's done quite a bit of work now as a cinematographer. He actually did Interstellar, no, which but, yeah. was another beautiful movie. Yeah, that yeah. Didn't quite hit the mark, but it's beautiful to look at. You and, know? and and I I love the cinematography. Don't get me wrong, it, it was great. But some of the blur shots, I think they leaned. Uh, too heavily on it. They had a bunch of those shots that it kind of hurt my eyes and made me a little bit. Me too. Yeah, I remember points. blinking quite a bit. I, yeah, I, I yeah. don't remember away. any of the blur shots. Oh, to be honest okay. With you. Yeah, so. there's a couple of them. <laughs> well, when you rewatch it, you're gonna be like, oh my goodness. I, I so might many not rewatch it. So good. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I like the movie. I like <laughs> but, the movie, but, but the, yeah. Uh, okay, this is not a spoiler, but in the end, there's the part where he is on top of this rotating panel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Trying to launch himself off the other ship. Yeah, but. That combined with the blur shots, it just made me want to throw up. Oh, I really? was so dizzy. I, I kind of like the vibe it gave off there. Mm. That was one of the ones that I thought they did pretty. All the choices are interesting. Yes, between yes. the director and the cinematographer. Now James Gray co-wrote this also with the guy who wrote for many years on Fringe. Uh -huh. So interesting pairing there. But what I would say is that the movie <laughs> for two hours and two minutes, <laughs> you would think it wouldn't feel long. Man, does it feel long? <laughs> you know, it's kind of weird, right? You know, the first. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna lie. The first maybe hour hour and a half went by like no same yeah, here yeah i, I didn't notice I, it. I, it, it yeah I maybe so maybe the hours. first 45 minutes yeah, yeah. i i <laughs> knew know. it was two hours but that last 30 35 40 minutes i'm like okay yeah. this is yeah time left yeah. I, I think it's when would, uh the, i looked at my phone like three times you would think it was like a two hour and 45 minute schneider movie or something but nope, <laughs> two hours and two minutes pretty clean yeah. you know but man it just felt i think it's, a little bit. Uh, it's at the point this isn't a spoiler because they released a clip on the internet basically with this it's the it's the mars Scene where he's speaking to that one woman who yeah, yeah. Ruth Nega who was yeah. from Love she's a yes, great actress yes, she was yes, in Marvel yeah. Marvel's um, Agents of Shield for a minute yeah she did look familiar to me yeah I think it's at that moment when they're and I wanted some more of her how come like, we didn't get more of her yeah I think it's at that moment there's me I'm just like okay we've got a little bit left to go in this ride so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so her but, arc was nonsense too there's a lot of like his main through line theme when we get to spoilers is clean right yeah but all this uh, plot devices to get them where they need to go or nonsense. Yeah, literally, that, that's all she acted as. Yeah, just, just a little plot device. And a little bit of emotion. Yeah, yeah, just nonsense. a little bit of emotion. Yeah, so, yeah. but I can see why critics really like this movie. Yeah, You know, I, yeah. I definitely, and I can see why regular audience members, you know what I mean? It's just, we're the explosions, you know? <laughs> and, and again, <laughs> there were some. There were some. And, and there again, were some if, ones, when you so. talk about the 20th Century Fox merger with Disney, Disney didn't know what to do with this movie. They waited. They buried it. It was going to come out in January, May, et cetera, et cetera. They didn't know how to market it either. It was kind of marketed as action-y. Remember the yeah, trailer where did. I was like, yeah, the was. first trailer was slow and methodic. The second trailer, they're shooting each other in space. Yeah. And I'm like, that's weird. That's yeah. not what I expect. So then I was confused to what to expect. I went in there expecting a little more action, maybe a little more violence. Yeah, they put and him. Nope, it was the first trailer. Yeah, <laughs> immediately one of the first shots was him falling from the space. Yeah, yeah which is a great spaceship. scene. Yeah. It, it is great a great opening. Yeah. Yeah. Very James Bond. But it's like that literally button. the opening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a cinematographer from Spectre, I think, and director of photography from Skyfall has that very clean look and a lot of that space uh, whatever what is that thing uh, uh, antenna? The, antenna, the antenna yeah, yeah. beautiful beautiful looking yeah I can, can, can I say this film designers and stuff like that why 
every time when they go to Mars, everything has to be red. Why do yeah, they, why does it have to be red? Yeah. I hated it's the a lighting. Filter that's like <laughs> no, very stark. Yeah, I hated yeah. the lighting in Mars. It was they were inside. Why yeah. didn't they just have normal lights? You think it'd be like, like Earth. <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah. Earth. Why does everything have to have this red hue to it? I hated it. It was so dark. <laughs> some of the stuff was since we're still in non-spoilers, some of the stuff that was fascinating, some of the sci-fi stuff. Now I wanted more, I didn't get quite enough of that, but that's okay. Some of the stuff I found fascinating was Virgin Airlines or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The terminal yeah, at the moon. Southwest. It's just like it's just like yeah. going to Albuquerque and you get off the plane. Like kind of cool, kind of well done, interesting. Yeah. But I was thinking, man, that is a lot of money. It's a yeah. lot of money so, to do all that. By the way, it's commercial air to the moon, but it's still a rocket. Yeah. yeah that was, although I do like that they put the Tesla rockets that kind of land on themselves. They kind of go vertical. Yeah. I think one thing this movie does really well, as far as still non spoilers, is it does a lot of really cool world building, and yeah, it doesn't take yeah. not time. enough. Not I enough. think I think it does good world building, but it doesn't take the time to fully explain everything, which I think is good. Mm. So they don't have the time. They don't explain what certain things are in the movie, like certain like uh, I guess you say the technical side of it. That's just. This is how it is. I, you yeah, get yeah. the idea. You, you know how this works. I, I wrote on the movie blog. I did do a review on this one at realwatchability.com. And I did write somewhere in the movie blog that he doesn't care about that stuff. Mm. He gives you some of it, but that's not what yeah, he cares yeah. about. And that is pretty clear in this film. And one thing also, there there's a stark contrast there that kind of jarred me out of this watching experience is that it's in a near distant future, but there's certain things that are like, okay, I can relate to that. It's normal everyday life. Then yeah, all it's of a not sudden, so far distant. But, but then relate. all of a sudden, there's something that's like right off the wall, like hard right turn. I'm it's, like, oh, it pulls me out of the situation and it's hard for me to connect. I, I agree with that same thing. Again, plot devices always bother me when they're, they're nonsensical, right? But there were some things that I like, like when you, those long shots of the spaceship, I really, really like. And then you could see like, remember the shuttle ships that were like really small behind there? Like, yeah, yeah. but you never got a close up of them. And like, let's take a look at that. What is it like going from one place to the other on the moon besides getting in a moon rover? Yeah, it yeah. It doesn't look that technologically They glossed savvy. over that They're really quickly. They're just like quick yada, yada, yeah. yada or whatever. It's kind of like, weird. It's like, the, the, I thought it was really interesting with like, there's no borders and there's pirates and stuff. Yeah. Maybe just a little bit more of that. Yeah, but why? Yeah, what are they, they stealing and where the, are they going? Uh... Where are they coming from? There's like 50 pirates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where's their base? Can we move to spoilers? Can I say this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I got um, a couple. So it's in the near distant future, but everything, like all the... Yeah. The furniture, <laughs> all the furniture and all the like surrounding things, it kind of made Very normal. It, well, no, it didn't look normal. It looked like it was in the 70s or 80s. Like some of uh, the well, that's like, retro, right? Yeah, wrong with that. Yeah, no, but it's all like, that money went to space programs. <laughs> no, I, I don't get it, though. It's like that's the, not that weird. That in, didn't strike me as the weird. interior of things, yeah. like some of their their suits and stuff like that. It's looked very 70s and 80s unless they haven't made a lot of changes over the years from back in the 80s to now. I mean. I they can know. go to Mars. Things, things are cyclical, you know. Yeah. Like I wore bell bottoms in the '90s for a little while when the grunge thing was happening. This is just—I don't know. The world, it, right? it just some of the shots made it feel like it was a period piece, but then it's I, also in the distance. I can't yeah. wait to get to spoilers <laughs> because of the the idea of humanity <laughs> uh like that we is there somebody out there are we the only ones out there and this juxtaposition they play in this movie yeah. is fascinating <laughs> yeah uh and and ideas like that tie right into what gray is trying to say so i think those choices are actually calculated mm. even if it feels out of place i was going to say before we get to spoilers two things right gray he's been a critical darling for some time right but his movies never make money <laughs> obviously this one ain't going to be much different right <laughs> people often say like he makes movies for critics right not audiences and uh, we look at the rotten tomatoes yeah score. we look yeah. at 
see, we could see that, right? But actually, I don't think that's the case. I think he makes movies strictly for himself. <laughs> he, he has like some father issues. And he's probably he has, a like, critic too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of his movies are like, I need to go and find something because that finding that thing is going to make me complete. Mm. I have this hole in my soul and I need yeah, to find yeah, yeah. Lost City of Z or uh, Intelligent mm -hmm. Life out there, whatever the case may be, right? So I really think that these are very personal movies he makes. It just so happens this one takes place in space. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know that he's built for. And this I, is one guy I would uh -huh. say don't give him the keys to a Marvel movie. Yeah, <laughs> his Doctor Strange might be worse. <laughs> so let's not do that. And I haven't seen any of his other movies. Mm. Yeah, so Lost City Z. And I recommend so. all of them. Like all of them are in this wheelhouse of like you should watch it at least as, once. At or, least once, yeah, right? At least once. And and the talent is there, as you guys have seen with the cinematography, right? But his stories just are not conducive. Would you say yeah. all style, so, no substance? I don't know uh, that I would go that far because he's trying hard for substance, yeah, right? There's clear bit. substance here. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if it pulls it off, but there's clear substance here. I, when we I, get to spoilers, we'll talk about it. I don't know if you guys agree with me, but I just felt that I did like the themes that they were putting out there for this movie, and I definitely got it, but it seemed very heavy-handed at points that it was over-narrated by, like, uh, by Pitt? Brad Pitt. And those psychological was, things, I like those pieces in I, there. I do too, but then... In addition to everybody that, they else talking about if, if they kept it, if they kept it to just that and yeah. then not his asides where he's adding to it, I think allowing the audience to piece it together would have made it a lot better. But it just came. He off doesn't leave a lot for the audience, which yeah, I yeah. found to be like for someone who's crazy, intelligent and going tackling these themes of father and son, what it means to be human, yeah, masculinity, yeah. vulnerability, the hero story, the hero journey, everything is answered. Like stark and in your face. Even Tommy Lee Jones, when we get to spoilers, just answers the yeah, question exactly. right to his yeah. face, right? Like, <laughs> you gotta be a little more vague than exactly. that, right? Me and Tyler agree, like a movie a lot called Moon that came out many yeah, years ago. Yeah, Moon was very good, yeah. The, but they don't answer everything, which is the best part. There's a lot there that's unanswered. Here, it's like, I felt like a lot shouldn't have been answered that he just gave us the answer to. <laughs> Agreed. And it Agreed. was like the saddest possible answer you could possibly give <laughs> and it was kind of a bummer right like you're watching a space movie you don't want to leave that down oh man yeah this movie um i can see why critics like it and you know it does like for just a regular audience member too it does have some really good scary space moments as far as like why you oh, should yeah. never go to space. Um, one of them being, of course, we'll kind of it's in the trailer the, the, too. The, the solitude of space travel. Yeah, the solitude, the journey, all yeah. that stuff, and that's really kind of a big theme. Is of course solitude, you know, yeah, father yeah. son thing, you know. But like the moon battle, though, it's it's not bad. Like it's not it's a bad not little bad. Scene. Although I would say when he spins out on the lunar craft, all of a sudden he just lands perfectly and he's good to go. Yeah, that, yeah. that was kind of weird. He's the yeah. basically only two people survive him and Donald Sutherland. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of so, weird, I mean, right? And yeah. you kind of expect more too when, when they get shot and the moon, you know, the moon craft when the guy gets shot in the head, and you yeah. expect like I don't know. Explosion, more, more, somebody yeah, blow, I don't know. You maybe more like uh, but... urgency or like like hecticness. Yeah. Like, as I was watching this movie, I was comparing it a lot to The Martian. Yeah. And, and maybe it's not a fair comparison. A movie we both love. But, yeah, we both love I, I do enjoy it. For a lot but, of reasons. But the thing is, with certain things in The Martian, uh, with him getting a tear in his suit or like an explosion or something, they show that it's an emergency situation right off the bat. You know, they show how dire and drastic but this they kind of brush it off in, in yeah. at astra well um, and there's a reason for that 
although I don't know if it's so, if it's perfect. The reason is that he's got ice in his veins, right? He is emotionless. His blood pressure never goes above a certain number or whatever. He's, yeah. he's a cool customer, and that's why they cool need to do Cool hand Luke. A, yeah, cool hand yeah. Luke, right? <laughs> but the truth of it is, what Gray is trying to prove is that's a, that's a nonsense. Nobody is that cool mm-hmm. in an intense moment. He obviously is affected by being estranged by his father. He's obviously affected by tense moments. He's just kind of faking it, and that's why the ending is as, as it is. Yeah, know? and I kind of hate that they said that. But again, he stuffs it in your face too much. Like, he basically is spelling out why Brad Pitt is so stoic all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And again, but, Pitt does a great job with it, and he sells it very well. I actually really like his performance, but he's beaten it to death, you know? It's like, don't be so cool all the time, yeah, just yeah. so the last couple minutes are so, going to see you break down. On the, you know? on the whole, don't be so cool all the time thing, I thought that was a space calm thing. Because they're constantly measuring like their heartbeat and yeah, they're yeah. constantly doing psychological tests. Basically, the and proof is in the pudding. Yeah. He's been faking but it also, the whole time. Though, also, though, too, at the very end of that space battle scene, Donald, so they, they you know, space calm reports. going to have a heart attack. One of your guys' heart rates is. Yeah. is, is, is and by the way, how can we never high? get yeah, an yeah, answer so. on what happens to him? We don't know on if he Donald, dies. Yeah. He's or, in surgery. Again, that's yeah. the one we don't that's get an answer to. Yeah, It doesn't matter. All that matters is Brad Pitt and his dad. Yeah, he gives Brad Pitt. And it's always, it's a little funny, too, that like everyone knows more information about Brad Pitt's dad than he does yeah yeah like you know donald sutherland and the director of operations over on mars uh i forgot her name but her actor name but ruth nega yeah ruth and so basically everyone everyone knows exactly what his father Helen was to, is her or, name in the movie but yeah and <laughs> but, so but i would argue like the thing is like the the reason he's ice cold the whole time is because they want that vulnerability at the end to pay off but it's just too much. And yeah, you got Liv much. Tyler as the wife, which but, I can believe you don't even, in, you know? get almost nothing from her. Oh, you yeah, have no idea yeah. what this guy, uh, uh, Roy McBride, is like. That's Brad Pitt's character in real life. You don't have any idea why she would have fell in love with a guy like that, what their marriage is like. We have no concept of anything except he's ice cold and he's very distant. Yeah, he's got a steady yeah. heart. So, but, and, and his obsession is dissimilar to his mm. father's obsession. His father's obsession, for whatever reason, is to find uh, intelligent life, yes, yes. which is why he's traveling all the way to Neptune to build a satellite to touch to see if he can reach out and, and find Brad Pitt has right. daddy issues but He's Brad Pitt's issues. obsession is his father <laughs> so it's a weird juxtaposition right so <laughs> he's faking it just to get to his dad he's, and the way he so gets cool. there is nonsensical you, too you point a gun at his balls it won't go over <laughs> 80 beats you know <laughs> but listen we saw what me and Tyler saw once upon a time in Hollywood and it's not that not that dissimilar to his character in that right but, but yeah. to, your point, cool. yeah. to your point to your point Nick cool. I felt that they're just beating over the head at how cool and calm um, Brad Pitt's character is with him taking over the moon rover with him taking over the rocket with yeah. him trying and yeah. that's an excellent point so that falling off the uh, yeah. the, the antenna the too antenna. Antenna. Yeah. They're, they're still communicating so, trying not to pass like, out I feel like the director is showing all these things but they don't have to like they show yeah. the stuff but then, and then they add a bit of dialogue or some like background to it drew dialogue and you don't have to you just showed it to me stop yeah. telling me what I already know and that's something that I didn't like about it uh, I felt that you're you're talking way too much even though there's very little dialogue yeah. in it show me what you want to show me instead of just trying to tell me what I'm supposed to be feeling yeah. it felt like all the astronauts were like that though with yeah the ones who are because it, well, no, the one pilot who had mm-hmm. to take over after the captain dies yeah uh, from after the captain space monkey yeah, the, garbage monkey. Boy. yeah right. the space monkey <laughs> attack which is fascinating an interesting <laughs> shot right he can't land the rocket again because why he would sucks. Yeah, he sucks because he sucks right but that's also the guy who is sent to Neptune to take out uh 
Brad Pitt's father, Cliff McBride. Yeah, yeah. Why would that be the guy? He obviously sucks. Now you're going to send him to Neptune? He's your one chance <laughs> yeah. to save well, the world? Well, he said that he wasn't going to tell Coms about it. Oh, so yeah, no one knows him except for Brad so Pitt I, and the I crew. Got the impression, it just feels like a missed, uh, yeah, no. missed storyboard yeah. situation. I, it feels like the impression that Spacecom is just kind of like they set it up to be like an evil corporation. You know they what do. I mean? They like, kind of do. They do. Where, Which I, I don't have a problem with. It's an interesting premise. But it's just we don't get enough information to make an opinion of it. I guess there's enough because you got basically you know they're giving the mood stabilizer i thought that was interesting they're giving the mood stabilizers for mm. their long journey i like to that Mars. shot where yeah, he doesn't yeah. take I like it that. interesting so he doesn't choice yeah i just agree puts it in his pocket saves it for later for happy time <laughs> later uh, <laughs> he's gonna need it obviously yeah so i mean can't get over his dad so he's gonna need it i i figured that's why they're kind of behind like you know as far as like with the psychological test before they have to go on to you know every mission they have to go do a psychological test yeah yeah and of course spacecom is just i don't know if it's privatized or it's got to be privatized because yeah, it seems like it's, sure. it's, it's hard to tell it seems like it though there's a lot of, yeah. There's a lot of interesting things I wouldn't have thought about when it comes to space, like as far as not just the mood stabilizers, but of course when we have like the primate, the monkey scene, yeah. when there's a manual entry that you can plug into your spacecraft to yeah. force open it up, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So I thought there was a lot of interesting dynamics as far as with the world building when it comes to that sort of sort of thing. And I did like the monkey scene. I don't know if you guys like the monkey scene. I did yeah, like I it. Like I figured you guys um, would like that scene. And, and it's funny because, you know. I'm, and they look good. They yeah. actually look good. And I think it's interesting, too. And same thing with the world building where it's And it's like, a little what, scary. What There's are, a moment of yeah, scariness there. there. So and, legit scariness. And I'm kind of wondering, like, what are the other rules in, in this world? Because they're talking about how Brad Pitt has the right to take over the, the ship and actually not have to have them go to the Mayday, you know, distress call, but he has to make his intentions clear on what it is that he's I, I just think do. that he had higher ranking than I them. think that might have been it, too, yeah, but it's so, just, yeah. it's interesting how that how that plays out, even though, you know, you got Captain Tanner, that's the guy's name, by the way, and <laughs> <laughs> I remember it for whatever reason, but, you know, he's just saying, you roll within your rights to take over the ship, but you have to let us know what your objectives are. Yes, but because yes. his objectives are top, you know, our clearance are top classified, there you go. Yeah. yeah, clearance only, or top clearance only, whatever it is, that he can't go over there, but I I did like that scene. I I, I liked I, I liked I his demeanor it. too. That yeah. Cap, Captain Tanner's demeanor was kind of cool. He's, he's like, like hey, well, yeah. hey, you can take over the ship, but then you'd have to tell us what you're doing. You gotta tell us what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I think and... he was the most laid back and coolest guy. In yeah, the yeah. he was he was more cool than Brad Pitt. <laughs> no, he so. was chill. I would like to go on his his yeah, co-pilot his sucked, but he was yeah. cool. Captain yeah. was like, I'll kill my dad. I don't give a yeah. fuck. Like <laughs> he could tell that his co-pilot was afraid. He's like, all right, I guess, I guess I'm gonna go on a spacewalk in space. Yeah, and so. I like that scene because as far as, uh, well, just that whole kind of sequence in general, because they talk about how, you know, what the spaceship is. It's like zoology of scientists on mm. board. And of course, like, I remember hearing that. I'm like, well, that's not going to play at all later on. What really happened to these people? It was and the Norwegians, you, right? It was right? the yeah, Norwegians, correct. yeah. Uh, and I, I didn't expect all to see All their monkey. experiments with and monkeys. Like, <laughs> I know. And I don't, I, I don't like monkeys to begin with because I think Why are they so angry? Yeah, they're just hungry? <laughs> they're just hungry. I don't know. They're in space. Like, And then, like, and, he, he was missing a hand and a nose. Yeah. And, like, that that I didn't yeah. see yeah, that. Yeah, that he was definitely missing a nose. Hit him really hard really to hard, break yeah. the, the glass. Uh, Brad Pitt hits the side of a spaceship, like coming in hard. Oh, yeah, hard. hard. I don't know how. And his... he lands hard in the beginning. Yeah. That crash landing was exactly. parachute. Yeah. So his, He's his, made his a visor, his visor doesn't break at all. It doesn't even crack. Yeah. But a monkey can break the An visor of this other guy. Well, we don't, guess, know, what we don't know what experiments they were doing. Yeah. That would have been a fascinating thing oh, yeah. to explore. Yeah. Super I, I, I assume shades of the original alien also in this film. 
think yeah, that's a part of that. it there. So. And I could see uh, as far as a stretch. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think because <laughs> the first Alien's kind of slow. It's not a ton of that okay. space violence right. until yeah. that third I'll act. I'll take your word it's, for it's it, Nick. It's been a while since I've seen it, but that one it's is another movie. slow that's one. But yeah, I did like the Captain Tan. You know, he's missing fingers because, because yeah, yeah. Course, you know, he's defensive wounds and, and his hands look delicious. You know, yeah, it did. Yeah. And I'm curious, how did the monkey break the visor? Yeah, it be super strong monkey. It could have been that he he wrangled him around and it smashed against the wall. Monkeys are strong. Monkeys yeah. are. They Again, are. you don't they see are, that though. cut, so it's hard to tell what happened. <laughs> can we, okay, can Damn we... Damn dirty apes. So. <laughs> can we move to him hijacking the rocket Oh, ship? yeah. Can we talk about that? I So, okay. I like that, but Boo. I'm just thinking... <laughs> Someone I like it, and I'm just like... And, you know, he's going on there. He's like, I'm not at there. And, of course, Spacecom, the evil corporation, is just like, you gotta kill this guy. Yeah, okay. You gotta All kill right. this guy. That part is and interesting. Like, I'm yeah. talking about him actually breaking in and stuff like that. Oh, he goes yeah, up through the booster rocket, which is yeah. insanity. Yeah, that's insanity. <laughs> like, okay. 10 seconds before it's gonna launch. Uh, he, that alone like, is You don't have chaos. time, man. Yeah, like, man, yeah. you ain't gonna make it. I actually thought so, the movie was gonna end. He was gonna die. He... Yeah, what if? What if it ended like that? He's still in the sewer. He hasn't even made it to the booster part. Okay, first of all, he goes down into a sewer and like... What's that sewer doing there? Yeah, Again, and then it looks like flakes nonsense. of crap in there. Yeah. Is that, is that I, don't, I didn't notice, so I just know. I just, okay. Yeah. But, okay, so uh, what's her character? Um, Ruth. Let's yeah. call her Ruth. Yeah, Ruth. Yeah. Helen yeah. Lanto, she's uh, the commander of the, Marsh, the, the Martian. Yeah, yeah so she whatever. takes him to Who, this... Whose parents were killed, presumably because of something yeah. Cliff McBride did. She yeah, takes Brad him to Pitt's this, father. like, random valve there that allows him yeah, to get into the sewer. sewer hole. Then he pulls a rope along the sewer so that he can get into the booster. Underwater. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> with all the amount of clearance and all the security that's around, yeah. how is he able to get it? I would figure that there would be some sort of keypad or anything like that. I don't know. Nothing. If, yeah, th- like Nothing. he was like, all oh, right, I'm just going to turn this latch here. I'm going to open this up and make my way into the rocket. There's no protocol. Maybe no they security. were like, uh, nobody's stupid enough to come through this thing. Like, <laughs> nobody in their right mind. It's like a, unless they're hunting for their father who's destroying the and, world. Is gonna it's go like through the, this. It's all the like, jokes <laughs> in Star Wars about like the Death Star. It's like, so you have like this big weakness. It's like this really big hole. Yeah. Uh, you can put some planks over it if you want, but no, nah, no, nah, no one's gonna ever the, shoot. The into budget that was hole. ran out by that point. <laughs> <laughs> the Mars budget was blown. We're like, just get it done. <laughs> just <laughs> no one's crazy enough to crawl through the sewers. Why would anyone crawl through, yeah. crawl through the sewers to get onto a ship? So but... e- even after that, when they get when the when the thing is breached and the the crew figures it out, yeah. Now they have guns in outer space, which I always roll my eyes at. And then also, <laughs> they could abort. I don't know why they don't abort. Yeah, once, exactly. Like, turn the rockets they, off and land or whatever. Stop. They, yeah. yeah, and they Space just nope. like, nah, kill They're that guy. They're just like, now nah, we're gonna kill him. You know? yeah. Yeah. That guy. And then the three people that he saved in the beginning or in I before know, right? now he kills them. <laughs> what a bunch of dicks! Like, <laughs> and, and again, I do think that there's some sense of like Gray trying to challenge our ideas of a hero journey. Is that something that you're mad at the Roy McBride character for doing? That choice he's making now is his obsession with his father driving him to make weird yeah. choices like kill the crew. I know that's what he's going for, but in reality, it just doesn't come across right in the film. <laughs> he doesn't like actually kill the crew. I mean, his actions killed the crew. Yeah. But he no, tries he to does. save the last yeah, guy. He, he, well, he tries he to save the last guy. Yeah, yeah, oh, save yeah. Him. And first, and <laughs> also. He knew he one was the bullet, weakest. He could stay One alive. bullet, the crappy uh, co-pilot shoots the one thing you're not supposed to shoot that, yeah. well, he that releases poison into the cabin. He sucks in general, but, so, all right, so he would shoot that one thing he's not supposed to shoot. <laughs> at, the, at the very end, I was thinking if I was an outside viewer that worked for the space station or space comms or whatever, I was like, wait, 
Brad Pitt blew up the thing and killed his dad? What the hell? Why did he even go up there? Why didn't he just let them kill his dad? Yeah, that's a good question because initially they only want him to send a message to his father so yeah, they can yeah. get communication, figure out exactly where his dad is. But it doesn't seem like they, they, they can find him pretty easily, right? Yeah. Brad Pitt finds him pretty easily. The other thing is like the harshness of when he actually reconnects with his father. You find out Tommy Lee Jones is alive. He's alone up there. He yeah, kind of yeah. lost his mind a bit. It's unclear whether he's at fault for the power surges or not. But he, he does he say, isn't, but, but he does yeah. say that he's trying to stop he's it. Trying to, yeah, he's that's trying what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But we're not sure if he's lying because he looks a little loony, right? Yeah. But the hardest thing there is, and it's just one of those things that I'm telling you, James Gray making movies for himself, he points at him and he says, I never loved you. I was always obsessed with space. I didn't think about you for one minute the whole yeah, time. I abandoned yeah. my son. Yeah. And then my Brad Pitt, that was a good scene. I yeah. was that was a good scene. scene. It hit me hard, but it's just crazy. Like what a crazy choice a filmmaker to make to just point blank blank shoot it down yeah, I, the whole movie is about the emotion of how am i gonna what am i gonna feel when i see my dad again and it's just boom you're done knock you right on the ground i, I will say for what it's worth like like even with brad pitt's complaining and his daddy's issues throughout the entire movie the scenes of him and tommy lee jones i did enjoy I that, thought Tommy Lee Jones' performance looked tired. Yes, but yes. It's not supposed I, to look, I yeah, think, Yeah, it kind of works. Yeah, I Tommy Lee Jones more I think about it, like, I, I hit him on the blog a little bit for that, but I do think it kind of is but, supposed to be that. But yeah. with the exception of, like, the very end with what Tommy Lee Jones decides to do, yeah. everything else was I thought was pretty good. And when they're having that conversation, he was like, uh, after I went up here, the Ligma pro the Lima. 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 The Ligma. The Ligma. Yeah, Ligma. Ligma. Yeah, exactly. That's all. I was thinking about when I was watching it's a great story. project yeah. worth every penny <laughs> well, all the way to Neptune all the space <laughs> well, well with the Ligma project worth it uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that um, but uh, when he's saying I didn't even think about home and Brad Pitt responds I know it, that's a very powerful it is scene very powerful. I, agree, yeah. I agree and it's not even the most heartbreaking one the most heartbreaking one we're into spoilers right the most heartbreaking one is that you've seen how terrible humanity has become and the idea that they went all the way to Neptune Neptune, they sent us this signal to look through the infinite universe, and you know what they found? Nothing. Nothing. They found more yeah. planets. No. Yeah. So you know Beautiful what that is? That is driving home this idea that we're all we've got. Yeah. And I thought that that was heartbreaking in mm. such a powerful yeah. way. Mm -hmm. uh, well, you just didn't go out farther enough. Yeah. Go well, I don't know. I, mean, I think the point there was like, that's the data. Don't send it back because I don't want the rest of the world to give up on the idea that yeah, there's something yeah. better than us out there. Everybody's hoping for that, but may not be the case. Yeah, and that's why I'm curious about this world too. It's like, well, I'm assuming there's not as many any world wars or really any like global kind of things going on because it seems like a lot of people are just venturing out to space mm. and i don't and i guess they didn't get to i think it's a little bit of like lost humanity nobody yeah. really yeah. knows what direction to go anymore uncharted territory we've achieved yeah. almost Pioneers. everything we wanted to yeah. and now we don't I guess, know and, yeah. and that's why I kind everybody's of think, looking like, for something new manifest yeah. destiny yeah. yeah and i would assume that <laughs> and these are of, important uh, existential questions right i'm just yeah. not and i and i appreciate james gray giving it to us in a hundred million dollar sci-fi movie it's just that the answers are so sad yeah. <laughs> and, and the execution is not super entertaining so you leave the theater kind of like man that's <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i would assume with this you know this futuristic role of course they say what the the near future the distant near, future, distant future. future. yeah near like future, near future. Yeah. Big, yeah. Big, yeah. Near big big future, future 2050 right? yeah. 2060 you know could be. the resource the, the resource thing they have the resources to venture out so yeah, they, yeah. They, they know how Very to work anti-matter they know how to work a lot of think things, about so. interstellar yeah. another movie that looked beautiful that i didn't totally love right where the the food sources are the problem Problem, right there, they're running yeah, out of the corn. Yeah, that's why they're venturing corn, out. Yeah, they need to call up Thanos. Same, same concept, you know. Yeah, well, a little different. Thanos. I mean, because 
you got we have to leave the earth and them they're just like well we want to know what if there's yeah yeah this is there. more of a pioneering of this, you know, this is like pioneer. the more ex- existential pioneer. interstellar kind of thing they're, yeah, yeah. they're looking deep inside the soul like, as opposed to yeah trying we're to running out of food. And, and by the way the payoff the, some of the things that reminded me of the martian was that constant will to keep moving right yeah brad pitt still has that at the end after presumably basically losing his dad yeah uh, you, you want to spoil how that happened yeah let's yeah, can we talk what? about that let's talk about that so like he keeps on oh, moving. I'm just I like, he saves his life, right? And of course, he starts, was he releases their tank to go in the opposite direction. And no, they, they have hit. a jetpack. They fight. Yeah, they, they fight. have a jetpack. Yeah. And I'm just like, he just tried to save your life. And I know he's trying to kill himself. Tommy Lee Jones, I'm like, well, don't kill your son, you dick. Like, yeah. don't take him with you. Like, but yeah, no, it's just so funny. He sees him latch himself to to his dad. And, and then he sees him latch metaphorical it to on top of what he's actually doing. Yeah, yeah. but then so. Tommy Lee Jones is just floating there listlessly. And he's he like, he never wanted to go in the first place. Yeah. He just lost the fight. It's, he, he just turns on, yeah. <laughs> it's like he doesn't know what's going on. He has like Alzheimer's and he just shoots the rocket so that he can fly away. <laughs> I, I would argue that in, in, in somewhat of a beautiful way, there are things in this movie that are very beautiful and touching to me. Tommy Lee Jones' heart is more broken by the idea he couldn't find any uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. intelligent life out there than Brad Pitt is heartbroken that his dad didn't love him now, and never thought about him. We're for know? sure he killed the crew. Like it was just, for sure. they were yeah. out there for oh, yeah. too long. Yep. There was a mutiny going on because go they back, wanted yeah. to go home. And he's like, no, we have got more work to do. By, by all accounts, the crew everyone. knew that there wasn't any life out there. They had accomplished what they wanted to, which is yeah. research. They figured out the answer. And then Tommy Lee Jones couldn't accept the yeah. answer. Probably killed him because and of it. And then killed the whole crew. From, the, from up, the very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like not the happiest movie, but, right? But <laughs> from the very beginning, Tommy Lee Jones looks old in those, yeah. those, yeah. Uh, yeah. those videos. Man. One of those shots, I'm telling you, is from Space Cowboys. One of those. It's the still that's on the wall. Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's from it's Space Cowboys. Be, it's <laughs> oh, right? and the picture of the picture him. of him on the wall. No, no, not, not just that, but the the high school picture of oh, him. Oh, that's yeah. from Men in Black. I swear, it's so? from Men in Black. It could be. Oh, okay. I swear yeah, it could be. So. But uh, it's a handsome fellow. I, I wanted to say, man, the crew could not take him down. He looked ancient when he was <laughs> sending out those videos. Like, uh, is the crew just a bunch of senile old people? Also, <laughs> like, how did God. he take Tommy Jones? Something of a badass. He's probably a smart guy. Outsmarted. He was the only like, one that had a gun. That's yeah. all. He's, he's got a great bad guy like, performance in the original space, Under Siege. <laughs> always bring a gun. Always be packing. Guns in space. I got my it. mood stabilizer and I got my gun. That's all you need right there. And my oh, feeding man. tube. Don't forget about the feeding he, tube. He had, yeah. the, he had the alien, uh, the noisy cricket from M- oh, Men yeah. in Black. That's why. That's what caused the surge right yeah. there. Yeah. I don't know what could have caused it. And Something and, happened. And by the way, like you could have explained a little bit better what the antimatter is doing and why it's causing power surges that travel all the way from Too much science. To- yeah. And, and, and it, similar to a movie that I sort of thought was somewhat beautiful but didn't do didn't really do it for me was Rogue One, the Star Wars movie. You know, we're contractually obligated to talk Star Wars. <laughs> so you're, oh, wow. The, the, the we're last, like an hour in and we have last 30, it. 35 minutes is <laughs> very good. I, I think on balance is very good in this movie, similar to Rogue One. But the first 45 minutes, they go planet to planet to planet. Here, it's that journey from Earth to the moon to Mars. Then all of a sudden you pass Jupiter and, and uh, Saturn to get to Neptune it's it feels weird and i don't know that it's balanced correctly in yeah. terms of storyboard you know that and that's one thing also that I, there's they cross over a lot of things they and just yada, that, yada, yada. yeah exactly and some of the things were very interesting so comparing it again to the martian they talk about the different days and all that and that it's going to take an entire year for right. the, them to slingshot and they try back to show time at their moments they where brad to... pitt floating around there's time passing yeah but so in that moment job. when he's trying to get to neptune they say it's going to be like 92 days 
Series or something mm-hmm. like that. And the only thing that changes about him is he just has a longer beard. Right. Like mm-hmm. it makes it seem like he was in space for a yeah, while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With with the editing, it just makes it seem like he was there for maybe a few weeks. But yeah. it it doesn't this is, this show is the that thing, time. Right? very well this is the thing the reality is in the martian what ridley scott cares about is entertaining you he cares about the science the nerdy stuff what james gray wants to talk about is father and sons <laughs> existential questions and psychology he doesn't and care monkeys. about he puts yeah. it in there because he got 80 million dollars right but he does not care about that what he cares about is breaking your heart and All telling right. you there's nothing else but us out there you so know? i kind of i knew it was gonna happen but at the end when tommy lee jones is floating away i'm like is there gonna be like an alien spaceship that picks him up or something <laughs> Yeah. I would have been happier. And any, any happy moment would have the been new nice. reboot for MIB oh my when they God. cross with 22 jumps. Chris Helmsworth just flies by and grabs them. Pick him up. Yeah, that's it. Pick him up. Get some burgers later. Who knows? So, oh, man. But yeah, do you think he gets like tried at the end for killing those space crews? I, or is it I would just... hope so. Probably, but probably not. Because, not yeah, because yeah. Spacecom was like, well, they Technically, covered up the Technically, he Tom saves everybody. No, yeah. well, well, I'm going to say... What about say... The, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, because there's scenes in Star Trek and other movies that have done this before. The idea that the nuclear explosion to break the thing that was causing the power surges is going to boost him and his rocket on their oh, way. Yeah. Kind of... Yeah, know. it's kind of like... Kind of You're losing like me the, a little bit there. The core. It uh, looks beautiful. <laughs> but the, the ship would just burn up? What are we talking about? Okay, um, would but... nuclear bombs work in space anyways? Uh, yeah, I yeah. think it would. I think yeah, it would. Exactly. But so you say probably not, but I think they would because again, from an outside viewer as an employee for Spacecom or whatever, I'd be like, wait a second. So you're telling me you blew up the spaceship, you didn't bring your dad here, but you still hijacked and killed the crew when they were already going to do that? Yeah. No, you're going I, to jail. I <laughs> you're knew going to jail. I was the only one who could do it. I knew yeah. I was the only one who no, could do it. No, so, <laughs> was, uh, that's a superiority complex. <laughs> with, the, with the nuclear weapon, was that supposed to get like shot at the ship? Were they supposed to shoot it at them? Good or question. They I thought it was weird because it was just like a, a box and he pulls it out of the box. I don't yeah. know what he was doing. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what the plan, the original plan was. Yeah, because maybe it was like, a suicide mission for the first crew. Who knows? Mm, maybe. Possible. Yeah, and it if it is, then I yeah. wanted to say the loss. Loss. Yeah, exactly. we, yeah. we I just, killed the guys you're already gonna kill. That's we, different. We just did Ricky O on this podcast, so we don't really. And I didn't know it was gonna be this bad, but we don't really get to go down like the sort of weird intelligence psychological Wait, road. Nick, you mispronounced bad. You, you, you mean good, right? No, bad. I said bad, right? But if you guys remember, we talked Westworld in one of our early podcasts, and and one of the theories on Westworld was that in one of the scenes where they're doing the immortality stuff is Kurt Vonnegut's book, The Sirens of Titan which is a fascinating sci-fi read. I know you guys like sci-fi. It's well worth it. Mm. And Gray is very much inspired by that particular story, ideas of free will, ideas of humanity. And there's a lot of that book in this movie, even though that book is well superior to this film. Fascinating (laughs) stuff. So if you're bored and you want to read something cool, an intelligent Kurt Vonnegut's Sirens of Titans, which was featured in Westworld, covers some Mm. of that same stuff. Mm. This, This idea of am I real, am I not? Some of the same stuff they cover in Moon, stuff like that. It's very smart. Unfortunately... All those other things are smarter than this film, <laughs> even though this film does have some stuff to hold on to. So, just a little. So, just a little. Yeah. <laughs> just a little. It's it's uh, God, how do you explain this? It's not <laughs> bad, but it's not there, super. It's downer. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's a little it, depressing. Mm. It's uh, it's got some highlights in it though. But I'm not gonna quote my blog. Yeah. But let me quote Kurt Vonnegut and tell me if it matches what this movie is. The bounties of space of infinite onwardness. 
were three, right? Empty heroes, low comedy, and pointless deaths. It's kind of, okay, yeah. yeah it's kind of right, yeah. right? Yeah. It kind of yeah. fits, right? It's yeah. a lot of pointless stuff, and it's just endless, you know? And especially when they give you that hard hammer of, there ain't nothing out there. E.T. is not coming. We've so we better just that. make it work with each other. Mm. So I yeah. get the ideas. Didn't quite work, but still mm. proud of what he tried to accomplish. Yeah, yeah. Very we, ambitious. It's it's not bad. And that's the thing where I'm just like, it's not a bad movie. And I can I see why bad critics movie, like it, but yeah. I can also see why audience members are why just like, Why don't we rate it? Let's rate it. and let's. Would you rewatch it? Would you watch it a second time? Probably not, man. Probably not. Same here. Yeah. So you, for, for me, this is the thing with rewatchability, right? We talk about it all the time. I even made you guys watch Shawshank, so you know what the scales all about. I really, yes, we do. I really give a lot of preferential treatment to rewatchable movies, right? There yeah, have yeah. been movies that have overcome that. 127 Hours, where James Franco cuts his arm off as the hiker or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's a great movie. I've only seen it once. It's really hard to rewatch, right? Yeah, um, mm-hmm. definitely. Other so it's it's overcome that right, and then there are movies that I thought would wouldn't be rewatchable, but ended up being rewatchable. Like Steve Jobs is a movie I thought I'll just see it once. It's very emotional, mm-hmm. touched me, but I've watched it a hundred times. Is that yeah, the Ashton yeah. Kutcher one or no, is no, that the other one? That's Danny Boyle with writer Aaron Sorkin. It's, Danny it's Boyle. so good. I still gotta watch T two. But <laughs> this one I can already tell it's not rewatchable. I may catch a few moments of it somewhere along the line in HBO or something like that, but yeah, it's not rewatchable. Yeah. But it did affect me, so there is some emotion. It is worth seeing, and if you're gonna see it you should probably see it in theaters oh for yeah, sure so. for sure i could see it uh, yeah let's rate it yeah let's, let's rate, rate it. it who wants to go first i'll go first okay i'll go first um i'll give it six happy pills that's not bad <laughs> yeah six, six, six mood it, pills yeah six mood stabilizers mm-hmm. okay. yeah I'll give right. it six mood stabilizers once again like i'm not gonna be re-watching this i think brad pitt does a really good job i think the director does a good job too it's just it's an ambitious and worthwhile and, and i think you kind of you hit the hammer or the nail on the head i always say that wrong you hit the nail on the head with the hammer <laughs> it's pure emotion yeah. now let me ask you what was your first emotion you're the pure emotion guy what yeah. was it when you came out of the theater like shocked or like were you sort of moved i liked it but i think i liked interstellar better yeah. interstellar was a much more compelling story and i, I think it really had like much more touching much, moments but... <laughs> but, well i liked interstellar better than i liked you know this movie right here so i guess i mean i think they're close they're, 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 i mean I, I i like interstellar a whole lot better i thought the interstellar it, so. stuff where it's interdimensional like that and they're messing with the timeline with the book that's where it stuff. loses it yeah that's where that's it a big it. part though but but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is towards the end it really, big part. you know it's funny now they say it really is a big part but there's a lot of other stuff that how many times have you rewatched interstellar let me ask that question once all right there you go right i rest my case you're on yeah so yeah i my first impression was like it wasn't bad it wasn't good i can see why i don't like it. I can see why Six is a fair really don't like this. But you know what? It's got really good tense space moments mm. where I'm just like, I don't want to go to space. Yeah. So <laughs> speaking of which, uh, before I rate this, comparing what is that, going into space or being underwater, because they had the trailer for underwater yeah, oh, yeah. for this movie. Trailer. Looked all right. I would rather go into space as opposed to go underwater. I don't want to go to any of yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in under, sure, yeah. like you're vulnerable in either situation and the expanse of nothingness is, is creepy yeah. all around. But being underwater, I feel like it's more vulnerable. You're in a situation where you can't do anything. I think it's oh, pretty damn close. I I don't know. You yeah. gotta wear a suit. Guess, you need oxygen in both cases. I guess yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I just feel like world. if I'm in space, if I'm gonna call it done, I'm just gonna open up my you know, helmet. You know what and the difference is? Yeah. When you're underwater, there's a place you can go. It's called up to yeah. the surface, right? When you're in space, there ain't nowhere to go. Yeah. Well, at least in Ad Astra, it feels like if you're lost there, at least within the solar system, or at least within between like planet A to B, you know, whatever. Yeah. There, you can send a mayday distress call and somebody will be there eventually. You know what I mean? Like, I, so well, I'm just it saying, depends, I guess, on the that, world. That's just my opinion. But uh, so with this movie, it's it's hard to say because I didn't think it was a bad movie either. Uh, I'm going to give it seven experimental baboons. That's but, pretty good. I'm yeah, pretty surprised by that. With the caveat, though, that 
like the movie when it came out in a movie i like to to let marinate and think about it for a while it just didn't resonate with me yeah. it didn't stay in my mind talking about it with you guys brought back a lot of memories but i'm pretty certain that after we have this conversation it's gonna i'm not forever. even gonna think about, forget forever. about it yeah, yeah. The, the shots were beautiful the music was very atmospheric there were some tense moments some of the action was all right but there were some things that i just felt that the story was lacking there's so many parts that were heavy-handed that you're trying to to elicit this emotion from me and you want to make sure that i'm feeling this specific emotion and there are things that I wanted them to flesh out, but they just didn't. So beautiful cinematography and just the idea of going into space. I do like these space epics and sci-fi genre. I really wanted it to be yeah. good just for that reason. Yeah, alone. I wanted it to be good too. But when it comes down to it, I'm like, I'm seeing all these flaws. And it's not one of those things that I'm thinking only about the flaws. It's just that I don't even remember it. Like coming out of the movie, yeah. theater, I was like, okay, that's... Uh, it was... But that monkey scene though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I still give it a seven like you know if you watch it you're still going to enjoy it to a certain extent and the time's gonna fly by but afterwards you're not gonna really have anything to to hold on to but what would you give the monkey scene oh the monkey scene was a 10 10 and then when the monkey exploded when the air oh, that was, was cool too yeah. <laughs> that reminded me of license to kill that's a James what i wanted to see more more like explosions yeah. well, i know you guys like that woman like hit her head on the window also practically the same scene yeah I don't know if you've seen it, but let me ask this question before I give my rating. What did you guys make of Sandra Bullock's Gravity? Alfonso never Cuaron? saw it. Never saw I, it. I never saw it. it but I heard it. it was good. Okay, so one of these days we'll cover that on Talking okay, Flick. I'm, all right. I'm fascinated I, to see what you're. I heard it is. was good. I'm not going to say anything. Seen it. But uh, so I did. I did review it on my blog. Okay. All right. So for me, this is the thing. I like James Gray, and I'm not as smart as James Gray. I think the problem with this movie is not quite as smart as it wants to be. Um, and I like the idea of an adult drama, adult themes with the backdrop of the backdrop of space. Brad Pitt's stoic performance is very good. I actually think he could be nominated for two Oscars. He could be nominated for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. He could be nominated for this. I think he's very good. He needs to be good. He kind of carries both of those movies in a lot of ways. Like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, there's this idea in Ad Astra where something is going to happen, but it's slow getting there. Kind of never yeah. quite gets there. You get a couple mm -hmm. of scenes of mm -hmm. weird violence. When it finally comes, it's kind of out of place. And then the ending comes and breaks your heart in two. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's a mixed bag on a lot of cases, right? Beautiful cinematography. The score is interesting. The quiet moments are interesting. I think if you're going to see it, see it in the movie theater. It's different than all the other stuff you've seen this year. So and that alone makes it worth it. I hope it does well enough where we get more movies like this. Not necessarily this movie. But for me, on balance, a 6.0 feels like a disappointment. But that's a solid movie that I definitely recommend. I think people should see. It actually bumped It Chapter 2 off my top 10. <laughs> I know that makes Tyler mad. So it sits right below Rocket Man and right above Captain Marvel. Um, I think it's it's worth seeing, but not rewatchable. Some good performances, some interesting choices, but an incomplete film uh, mm. uh, in the final analysis. But what's the best space movie of all time? Mm. Definitely Lost in Space with Blanc uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, Gary I, Oldman and Zatura, <laughs> Apollo thirteen, <laughs> The Martian, Armageddon, is Armageddon, <laughs> Armageddon. So I reference Armageddon on my review of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Don't make fun. Bruce Willis, <laughs> Tyler, and Aerosmith. <laughs> That's one of the first movies where what's his name, Will Sadler, or 
whatever. Or, Liv, Liv Tyler's says, in Armageddon uh, too. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Oh, right. shoot. But, hey, look at I that. Mean, but in that movie, they say, what are you doing with a gun in outer space? I felt the same way watching this movie. I was a little curious <laughs> why, why so many guns Tyler in outer space. this role because it's just, you're not well, really Well, listen, I actually much, liked, like, her, she when she was in The Leftovers, very fascinating yeah. actress, right? And I think she's really good. She's no, she got can, an interesting she can face, act. She can but do. they don't give her anything to do. That yeah. was a weird choice. But even at the end of this movie, when he gets back to Earth and he's in quarantine and he sees Liv Tyler, it's that moment lacks emotion. We've already experienced the emotion up in space with his father. That moment lacks emotion because we have no idea what their relationship is like. Yeah. That relationship means almost nothing to me. Mm-hmm. So that's unfortunate for the writing. So, But that monkey scene. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, <laughs> that monkey scene. Back on the monkey scene. All right, so we're going to move on to our next segment. Uh, we've got mail. So if you guys want to reach us with a listener question, you can do so at talkingflick at gmail.com. Talkingflick at gmail.com. Or flick underscore talking over on Twitter. So. Flick underscore talking <laughs> on oh, Twitter. Yes. Twitter so. <laughs> Taking uh, out my real estate. So we've got someone here who actually listened to the uh, Ricky O podcast. So. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for hey, you, your family. This You'll guy never get that time back. Cult- oh, guy or girl, <laughs> you're a cultured individual. So we got it from Christian. That's a guy or girl's name. Uh, now that you guys watch Ricky O, what is the worst effect you've seen, CG or practical? Oh, it's, mm. but that would be close, <laughs> if not number one. Yeah. Besides Riccio, of course, off the table. I, you know, I don't know what the budget was for that movie, but I'll give it some, I'll give it some grace. So. Hey, no, man, those are A plus effects. Those are A solid ones. <laughs> a terrible. I would give it to. Um, well, of course, I, I saw it about like a year ago. Final Destination, mm. and I'm always talking about it, but it's the it's fourth, the fourth one? one. Yeah, that one's right. And okay. So, like, yeah, right. in the fourth one. Uh, one of the main characters, he has like these premonition scenes, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's just like when he has a premonition scenes, like for example, if somebody's gonna die from like I don't know a match or like a fence or some sort of pipe, he sees it in his premonition, but it's in such bad CGI, <laughs> like it's little glimpses, and it's so bad. I don't understand how anything with that type of budget <laughs> could be that bad. Mm. It looks like somebody did it with like. I don't know, Adobe or like, it looks so <laughs> bad. Like, okay. All right. I got to give it to that one. So. Uh, for me, uh, we talked about it in a previous episode. I, the first thing that came to my mind has to be from Matrix 2. Is the Matrix yeah. Reloaded? Matrix Reloaded. When oh, uh, Neo is fighting yeah. against all of the Agent Smiths in the playground. I yeah. agree. It looked yeah. so bad. Like, it was really Even rough. at the time, even at the time when I was watching the movie, I was like, what happened? Like, That's, they needed a lot more blurry filter yeah. with that particular they, scene. Yeah. You know, and that was during a time where they weren't even talking about like high definition or Blu-ray. Yeah. Or, I, I was definitely like... Whoa, something is completely off right now. <laughs> what about the scene where he flies off and he I like, like that scene. From, I don't like, know why that's a bad scene. I like that scene. Creepy. I think Morpheus is mm, like, wow. When he's yeah, flying man. in the rain, it's incredible. Come on. Well, that's uh, at nighttime, isn't it? Yeah, and this anything is, at night. Listen, when crash, your, your CGI so. is bad, always turn the lights down. Yeah, Come on, everybody knows that. Always yeah, I do think on balance, the CGI, uh, when in a movie that's like uh, a popular movie or an expensive movie, you got to rate it a little higher because they spent a lot for it still to be crappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fascinating. Now, I'm going to so. cut you off real quick, Nick. Oh, I love uh, it. It's, it's kind of movie news a little bit. Not really, but there's a short that came out with Jurassic World. Did you guys see that at all? I haven't seen it yet. Really? Yeah, so there's a little short that came out. Jurassic was, World was the last one? Jurassic uh, Kingdom? It was, it was a short. It's on YouTube right now. I forget what it's called. It's like some sort of camping trip, but it's got the dinosaurs in there. I think the previous director from uh, the last Jurassic World, the okay. Fallen Kingdom, Fallen he Kingdom. directed this little short. It's like 10 minutes long, but it's over on 
YouTube. I've seen okay. like a little bit of it, and like the dinosaurs actually look pretty good in it, but they're CGI. But of course, it's at like nighttime. Yeah, that yeah, doing yeah, it. yeah, right. Like smart, yeah, yeah, very smart. Yes, we'll have to check it out afterwards. I hate it. Fallen Kingdom. Didn't want to watch it. Disappointment on it means below a five. Yeah, it's just rough watch. Yeah, why? You know. Like, <laughs> anyways, back to what you were saying. So. Well, I was gonna say like, so for me, like, you gotta you gotta hit the movies that are expensive and still bad, right? So I could list Scorpion King, Deep Blue Sea. Oh, you know, it's pretty rough, yeah. right? There's some Scorpion rough stuff in there. King. Jar Jar Binks from the Star Wars movies. Uh, Jar Jar Binks wasn't that bad. Yeah, Misa liked Jar Jar Binks, oh, right? Yeah. But for me, uh, this will make Tyler happy. This the poor. Poorly edited, misguided, misconstrued uh, Justice League CGI. Oh, Steppenwolf was terrible. The mustache was <laughs> the terrible. Oh, Take man. the time to get it right. These are iconic characters. You're ruining it for everyone. <laughs> Come on, Warner Brothers. Oh man, <laughs> it's a rough ride. You know, it was rough. It's very <laughs> distracting. Dwayne Johnson will always be my Scorpion King. <laughs> if you haven't seen does. a Scorpion King in a while, that is rough CGI. <laughs> Real the Mummy rough. Two Returns. Yeah, the Mummy, Mummy Returns. Speaking so. of which, I did watch. Uh, I was watching um, the the remake of the Mummy with, oh, with uh, Tom Cruise. With Tom Cruise. Yeah. Well, they're talking about a reboot. Did you get news on that? No, I read something I on it, it, but we'll save it for next episode. I don't know. Like I was just getting a small bit of it. It got me interested. I kind of wanted to watch it, but you know, I had to, I had I, things to do. I, the first I one is a it. good movie. Yeah, the first one's really good. I don't think I like any of the other ones. Uh, I like the first one. Second one's okay. Has moments. Yeah, second it's, one has it's, moments. Rachel it's, Weiss is still in the second yeah. one. But Third you one's bad. You yeah. saw the the latest one. The... Yeah, I saw the one with Tom Cruise. So yeah. it's it's not good. Pretty, it's I, not saw good. It okay. I, I saw it too. I saw it too. It has. It, you could tell what they were going for, but it's another one of those yeah. weirdly edited but, movies that didn't make a lot of sense. And they yeah. kind of recut too many times. And then the Russell Crowe stuff is odd. Oh yeah, yeah that really that was kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really odd. But. That first one with you know the first mummy, Brendan it's Fraser, fun. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. fun. You know, you have and they should have done a, a, a monster verse out of that. I don't know why they wasted it. They could have expanded it from there yeah. to try to make a monster verse out of Tom Cruise's mummy movie. It's just nonsense. Well, Brendan Fraser, she like almost died a couple times yeah. in movies. <laughs> Like so has Tom Cruise. Yeah. Well, he I mean, was so close to being yeah. Superman. It's scary. It I is. That would have been interesting yeah. too. Yeah. But like Brendan Fraser, like he almost he almost actually hung in like that scene when he was hanging in the first mummy. Oh, oh shoot! Like he actually really? blacked out. Um, that's also happened to uh, Michael J. Fox in the third uh, Back to the Future movie, I think, as well, oh, where he actually yeah. blacked out from being. Didn't hung that happen and... also in uh, Exorcist or, or Poltergeist? One of them, like Poltergeist, you know, the little, Poltergeist. One of the, yeah, yeah one of the kids died or something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I believe so. Uh, yeah. I think also too in Exorcist, like one of the. Was oh, that right? She, like, she heard her back. She heard her back mm. from like the the thing that was making her flip all over the place. Mm. But is it Cliff yeah. Booth in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah, Cliff Booth was. I mean, listen, it's tough business. It's a tough business. Yeah. Where was I going with this? <laughs> well, you're talking about the mummy, the the Tom Cruise mummy, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. juxtaposed yes. to the yes, yes. Ju uh, Brendan Fraser mummy, which yeah. is way. Superior. But yeah, anyways, yeah. So that those those movies just like wrecked his body too. <laughs> like you know, I mean, he's brought injuries, all yeah, this stuff, yeah. but he's just wrecked from it. But he is now. I promise um, I'll go back to Doom. Patrol. Yeah, yeah, he's going to go back to I watched the first episode. And yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it's it entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely a different vibe. Definitely solid. Yeah, all the episodes are good. So uh, we'll move on to our next segment uh, recommendations. Anything you guys want to recommend you're reading, watching, listening to over the week or don't want to recommend? 
Or you uh, want me to go I'll, first? I'll go first. I'll okay. go first. So, uh, speaking of which, on YouTube, there's like this clip about why isn't Tom Cruise dead yet? Um, but okay. it talks about all the stunts that Tom Cruise like did. It. And yeah. it's insane. It's like uh, maybe like 10, 15 minutes long. It's worth a watch. Just seeing the behind the scenes footage of him doing different things. In one of the Mission Possible He's episodes. He's a crazy person. Yeah, yeah crazy he is. Guy. He is crazy. And he wants to do all of his own stunts. In one of the Mission Impossible movies, he got, undergoes like... Uh, intense training to be able to hold his breath for six minutes like right. <laughs> as if that scene really required yeah, but <laughs> just that, cut that's it together he so wanted... you're only underwater for 20 seconds at a time yeah Tom. but he wanted to do it now. he wanted to do yeah, it all in one crazy. go and you would think that the director and the editor would be like oh this is great let's do a one whole continuous six minute uh shot no nope. yeah. they just they just chopped they it up yeah, <laughs> what i want from the from the reboot of ad astra in 20 years is when they're searching for intelligent life out there when they finally get to neptune and they send out that signal. What comes back from the signal is Tom Cruise running. Oh yeah, just, yeah. Running. Running. just full speed, just full sprint. <laughs> but um, but my recommendation, I, I'm a bit of a loser. Like I'm gonna say, oh, we know the audience knows. <laughs> I'm gonna around. give that's, you a little peek behind the curtain. Very apparent. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm really into magic. I, I really like oh, watching magic. That's so <laughs> shocking. Yeah. And um, I don't know Comics, if you guys D and D magic. I mean, that's a trifecta. <laughs> okay. Boom. I don't believe in any of all this stuff. Down the door. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Penn and Teller ha- had a series, or they still have a series called Bullshit. Us. Oh, oh bu- Bullshit, used to be Bullshit was really good. Yeah, yeah, Bullshit was good too. I was into that. There was a moment in my life where I was like really into Penn and Teller. And I've I seen would, him three times. And I, oh, yeah, they're yeah, great. They're very, I saw them too. Yeah. yeah, very good. Um, but they have a series called Fool Us, and essentially they get a bunch of different magicians to um, do magic tricks, and with them combined, they have like over a hundred years of magic experience, experience yeah. and stuff like What's that. What's the show called? It's called Fool Us. What Fool, is it on oh, Showtime? Or oh, okay. okay. Um, it's it was on a. Uh, WBN or something like that. Oh, really? Okay. Like, okay. CW, probably, I think one of those, one of the channels. Okay, all right. But it's pretty cool. Like, uh, it's just very exciting when they have, like, an actual magician do a magic trick, and then both of them are like, oh, we don't know what he did or how he did it. And it's just very interesting. Huh. So I you like check that. it out. Yeah. It's cool. It's had My a illusions. long run. <laughs> yeah. It's had a long run. There's a good number of seasons. I want to say, like, eight or nine. Oh, wow. But, so it's been yeah. on for a while. I yeah, always yeah. thought wow. the movie The Prestige with Hugh Jackman and Christian yeah. Bale. Yeah. Yeah, it was an underrated movie. So, I thought that was that is, it wasn't quite right, but it was yeah. close. That, <laughs> that is like one of the movies like better than seven. Interstellar. What, yeah. what was the other magic Illusionist. movie? Illusionist. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was so, less good. Yeah, so with, <laughs> not awful though. It was watchable. So with the Prestige and even set, those are movies that came out when I was like still fairly young. Mm. Where I, I was already I old. Where I, I keep kinda, bringing that up. <laughs> where like I would watch them right. I don't remember anything about them except the ending. It's a great Michael Caine performance. Yeah. By the way, and so I only is, remember the endings of these movies. That that, are, so you can't ever <laughs> yeah. watch it again. You yeah, can't get exactly. the same feeling. But uh, David Bowie as Tesla. Great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. 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 Loved Insane. it. Loved that was it. Great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, this week I checked out uh, Channel Zero, uh, the Dream okay. Farm. Mm, so yes, yes, that's, yes. That was a, I think I, I've already talked about it before here on the podcast where it was on sci-fi. They basically took like these creepypasta stories and they turned it into like yeah, six Yeah, it's episodes. on Shudder now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's Worth on Shudder. Yeah, so they got the uh, three seasons on Shudder. Fourth one is on like PlayStation Vue. So with mm. the sci-fi network. Oh, and everything. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. so yeah, you can actually check it out. I think season one and season four are on PlayStation Vue, but I just checked out the first episode of basically... Uh, Channel Zero, The Dream Door, which is based off of uh, I found a cellar door in my basement and mm. I shouldn't have opened it or something like that. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. something random like that. So uh, the second season, No One House is really good. But with this first episode, slow burn, 
uh definitely setting up all the characters they're all like kind of family dramas with hints of like these horrors and uh but the main kind of i guess you could say supernatural villain in it oh man it's got an ending to it it's intense it's crazy so it's slow burn but the ending it's definitely something that's on the list i did start the first episode but i I haven't finished it yet candle cove or uh no no uh, a dream door oh dream door oh okay yeah yeah. Yeah. so it's not it's that episode is slow but it does end very well so i'd say just don't start from the beginning just start from where you left off yeah and you'll be able to pick up a lot of sex right now yeah exactly yeah i was i was like why is there sex everywhere <laughs> but uh, I checked that out. Um, I also watched the first episode of American Horror Story 1984. I was going to ask about um, that. Is yeah, it any so, good? Uh, the trailer is so great. I hear the, so much about yeah, it. too. It's got so, a cool vibe um, to it. I feel like American Horror Story and like me and American Horror Story, it's like the, the Stockholm Syndrome. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I haven't liked really the last five seasons. Okay, but I either. keep on watching it season every one, single season. Season two. <laughs> and that's, so yeah, that's so right. what ends up happening is this is this is me every year, right? Like, I like oh, that cool. a show like that exists, though. Yeah, Even though I'm not always a fan of it. It's interesting and I think it's probably the season two where this is me every year oh cool you know american horror story all right cool let me watch it i'm watching i'm watching it oh this isn't going really anywhere (laughs) and then it ends it's like wow that was awful and then fast forward a year later oh cool Another episode. You know they they, American they market it so out. well. They yeah. really do a good job yeah, marketing but this, it. Is, they say that this is supposed to bring it back to old school we'll slash. I, no, 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 okay. I don't think it will. I don't think it will. I mean, it's, it's an okay first episode. I mean, it's not bad. Like the first, I think three seasons, possibly like part of the fourth were like probably the best ones. But mm. fifth, the sixth, the seventh, they, they've all just been like, what are you doing? This is crazy. <laughs> like last season, I think four, it was like you had basically four out of four episodes in a row that were all in a flashback. All of it yeah, was in a flashback, much. and it's like, why would you keep on doing this? Yeah, yeah. In a flashback, like, kind of no takes sense. away a lot of the like impact. Yeah, and you're just thinking they have to defeat the main person in like two episodes or one episode, and mm. you're just like, yeah, it's just it's a little all over the place. But I watch it every week, so <laughs> I watch it every year. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all we got. You got a recommendation, Nick? Well, always uh, go to uh, realwatchability.com, read the review for Ad Astra. Um, I didn't see a ton of stuff, but I've been watching The Deuce on HBO. I watch everything on HBO. So that's CD New York City's 1970s. Man, it's so well made. James Franco, right? James Franco plays mm-hmm. twice. You get him two times over. Uh, twin brothers. Gyllenhaal. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Maggie right? Gyllenhaal okay. is a big okay. part of it, too. Right. Yeah, a lot of good actors actually show up for little bits here and there. But it's really, really well made, even though it's not the easiest watch ever. So definitely, definitely how check many, that out. How many episodes? Is it one season? This is the third just... and final season. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so it's just a premiere together. Okay. But I think it's eight um, episodes. Did you ever watch The Night Of? I've never seen it. Yeah, I loved is it. Is it very good? I or... loved it. Okay, I'll have to check it. There are parts like plot devices in that show that I don't like. A couple of interesting choices they make that I don't like, but the show on balance is well worth your time. Okay. Great Riz right. Ahmed performance. HBO. Really, really good. <laughs> HBO, you they can't miss. They cannot miss. All right. You want to say what we're doing next week? Or... I don't know. Dude, it's you. Yeah, you, it's me. No, I don't Tyler. Hold on. Why do you look at me, Tyler? Like, like, yeah. like, you say Ricky O part two. <laughs> <Your turn again>. <laughs> <laughs> you looked at me and you were like, I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't what, know. What, what is it, Tyler? Oh, yeah, tell us. <laughs> so, uh, so we're starting Spooktober, right? So it's October. Oh, yeah. Um, Spooktober. Joker Great. comes out like the fourth. The fourth, or October fourth. Right? Yeah, that's correct. Really yeah, it's a little Monday, early so. for Spooktober, Tyler. Yeah, we're just yeah. jumping the well, gun a bit here. It, this will Don't drop on uh, October first. So October first <laughs> okay, is when right. next episode. Uh, you lucked out. You just barely exactly. made it. Well done. Well played. Exactly. So um, we're gonna do Scream. 
Oh, oh the original. Yeah, the original yeah. Scream. All right. Yeah, I like that. We're gonna, Craven. We're going to do the original Scream. All right. I'm personally going to watch the other ones, too. You don't have to. So you guys don't have we to. We definitely won't. Um, <laughs> I'm going to check out. I might skip three, but I'll, I'm, de- I'm definitely going to watch two and four. I might skip three. Four I is... Did, uh, yeah, I did watch the first season uh, they, uh, and part of the MTV second show? season of the MTV yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I watched Actually, a little bit of it. Not that bad. Not terrible. Not that bad. Not as bad as I Scream is the one when they like. I was a little too old for it. Scream is the one when they pick up the phone and they're like, what's up? What's up? That's Oh my god, it's gonna yes. make me feel so old to see oh, yeah. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, it's gonna be so we're we're gonna be doing Scream. It's on Netflix. So I actually just okay. checked like before okay. we start recording. Right, okay. This is on Netflix. We've been burned before. Yeah, yeah. we have been burned before. If you're in the United my States, fault. this is on Netflix. <laughs> if you had well, NordVPN isn't one of our sponsors, but if you have NordVPN or any VPN, ne- thing, you Neptune also. If you, if you reside on Neptune, you can also see it. If you got yeah, exactly. So I want to throw this out there. Do you guys think it's funny now that like these old movies they are now period pieces just because of like it's heartbreaking <laughs> just the same they're, heartbreak they're that brad pitt feels when tommy yeah. lee jones says i don't care about you yeah, yeah. the same heartbreak i feel <laughs> when like a movie from 2000 i wasn't alive when ghostbusters the period breaks out. my effing heart <laughs> <laughs> well uh scream was 97 or 90 all right tyler can we move on <laughs> 90, uh, i'm gonna look it up right Jesus. now yeah i was in high school so 1996 like, oh my god come on that's my prime man that was my prime not even the year 2000 so good movie nev campbell drew barrymore Ooh. the guy who says i'm gonna gut you you know yeah, that, yeah. that guy whoever he is so but yeah uh sean and marlon wayne yes <laughs> oh man but uh where can we find you at ryan hey if you like listening to my voice or you just want more content i do another podcast called dragon questicles you can find this on itunes spotify or wherever you download podcasts it's a D real play role play collaborative storytelling podcast we do a lot of fun stuff we play the game and we enjoy life come check us out uh, if you just want to follow me you can find me on twitter and instagram at ryan underscore.com that's ryan with an i underscore d-o-t-c-o-m you can always find me at realwatchability.com i worked very hard on a spoiler free uh review of ad astra always check out my top 10 movies of the year top 10 movies of all time top 25 uh tv shows of all time whatever you want movie or so where did ricky wise. Oaf land on your top you know, uh... i gotta scroll down it's gonna take me a se- you know it takes too long oh, i'll okay. get back to you oh you get start back at 100 okay i get you 100's at the top I get if you, you. want to hit me up on twitter just nothing about ricky o at real watch <laughs> oh man as always uh we're talking flick we're the tripod you can find us tripod. on twitter uh flick underscore talking Email talkingflick at gmail.com. Talkingflick at gmail.com. And if you're going to rate us. It's like, I don't even need a soundboard. Yeah, you, you really don't. It would make our jobs easier. Just hit the button and it's a fart noise or yeah. something. So. I keep saying we don't need producer Ryan. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, if you're going to leave a review or rate us, please do so on Apple Podcasts. Or just rate us. Yeah, just for God's sake. Yeah. yeah, man. Five stars. Yeah. I know you haven't yet. Go on your yeah. iPhone. Before the earth gets a Putting power surge and it's all over. <laughs> Yeah. Rate us. Come on. <laughs> it's just, it's going to take you like maybe one minute. All right. You, you're listening right now. Open up your phone. You can find it and then just give us a five star yeah, review. Five stars. This podcast is A OK. So, <laughs> however you want to put it. Don't write that. Please don't write that. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to write if that. If you do, so. we'll know who you we'll are. Know exactly Not you are, Tyler. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So, if you're going to rate My us. My favorite uh, one is Tyler, rate. written by Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious, though. So, I, I expect to read that. About 16 different emails. 
all for me. So. <laughs> but yeah, uh, talkingflick at gmail.com, flick underscore talking. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all we got for you guys. Why don't Hell you finish yeah. off, Ryan? Hey, that was Talking Flick, and we will talk at you next week. This is ground control yeah. to Brad Pitt. <laughs> I don't I don't even remember any quotes to say right now. <laughs> the monkey. Yeah. Vicious. Yeah. That's it. <laughs>